Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Okay. The last person I had to do a rolling start was like, and you got to edit that, and you got to edit that, and that shouldn't oh, have been said. No. no, but she didn't actually say anything bad. She's just joking. I'm like, hey, Jackie, we're actually on right now. Oh my gosh, I listened to it. It was oh, Jackie? so good. That's what yes. she started. I was like, how do you know Jackie then? She's a national treasure. She is. Yes. I, I actually, uh, she was one that came on, and same thing. She goes, I don't know what I bring, but it's just going to be ridiculous. I'm like, that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> it was fun. so fun. So she was, uh, she's, She's a, like, a national treasure is a good... She's definitely a North Country treasure. Oh, yeah. I've known her since I was probably, like, 15, 16, 17. Wow. Yeah, you said that you were doing the shows for, like, 10 years. I didn't even know that. Were you in it? No, I mean, oh, I was going to say, if you no, were, no, I apologize. No. I, probably... I, I was a pit band person. Like, I was the percussionist. Like In Shazy Music Theater? Not in Shazy and Beekman oh. Town. Okay. I would I would always go to the Shazy Music theaters because they were like so good. Which one do you remember seeing? Oh my gosh! So I saw Hello Dolly, which yeah, she was part of that, and she was in and fantastic. Um, I saw West Side Story. A bunch of my friends were were in that. Um, Beauty and the Beast. That was like a long time ago, though. Yep. Um, Drowsy Chaperone. That was my favorite one. That was so good. Did you know about that play, what it was before? No. Yeah. I Me came, either. Well, it was great. I came in not knowing anything, and I did not stop smiling the entire time. It's funny. It was so fun. So the guy that was playing the man in the chair was uh, um, uh, Andy Ducharme. say Jason, Jason Borg. Andy Ducharme. And it was like the perfect role for him. And just he, he's such a... He's part of uh, Completely Stranded, the yes, improv, and he's yes. hilarious. And uh, you couldn't have picked a better role for him, and because it was a silly narration, he just narrated the show, but it was kind of, it's almost like the Christmas story, when he's just reading it, and he does all these, like, he just says these, like, smart smart aleck things, um, or, like, the Sandlot, same thing, you got the guy narrating the story yeah. who's Smalls, and I, I love those kind of mo- movies, especially when they're a little bit more of, like, historical pieces, because you go in, and you kind of, like, you can, you feel, you can just, like... The descriptions and the way they say stuff and the references, it's just, it's it's really good. So, um, but yes, Jackie, National Treasure, I had an absolute blast talking to her. I see her, I see her around, you see her, you talk to her, like, hey, how's it going, chit chat, but like to hear her just like talk, I didn't know she lived in Italy. I know, I didn't know that she was a military brat, like that's my life too, so I was just like, this is so cool, I had no idea. So how do you know Jackie? So she helped with the Beekman Town shows. Okay. Um, and so I was in pit band, but a lot of my friends were in the shows. So sometimes I would stay after and watch their rehearsals and like kind of do the dances behind the curtain as they were all doing the dances. It was just, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we actually have, uh, Katrina Rigsby here. Hi. Hi. I probably should have introduced oh, you. Oh, this is official. R- rolling start. Yeah. Now, now it's live. Um, no, the, uh, Katrina, I met husband, Dan, Dan was the coffee guy that came with Joel um did you know they were doing the the black eye thing oh my gosh so uh, can, can you explain okay the two of them they pre- they both prefaced me prior to coming on like in in months prior that they had like a really 
strong dynamic, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, almost like twins at times. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, this will be fun. And then they brought it, they exceeded my expectation of it. And so kind of, can you explain the two of them, their friendship, and I guess your version of their friendship? Oh, my goodness. Well, so they've been friends longer than I've been dating Dan. And so, like, they lived kind of far apart, so they didn't really, like, become close friends until high school but they like met in middle school and I don't know they get each other into like the weirdest situations and they both like thrive in that like they can be uncomfortable and like they like look at each other (laughs) and it's all like they try to get a rise out of each other the entire time so did Dan tell you what he told Joel to do so as I was listening to that episode, and I found out that he tried to get Joel to wear a bunch of Christmas stuff. And Joel did. Oh, my God. So I was sitting I was sitting at my desk. Dan got here early. Had Dan got here early with two totes of coffee. Like, one tote, two totes. I don't know. He had a lot. He was like, he had, he had which was goods. awesome. We just basically did a coffee taste test. <laughs> That's and, on brand. Um, showed up early, was setting stuff up. All of a sudden, Joel, like... Pop almost like remember Kramer from Seinfeld and he like pops open the door and slides oh in. He's God. like, What's up? And yes, he's got a black eye, legit yeah. black eye. Oh, yeah. Dan, sorry, I should go back now. Dan is wearing sunglasses this whole oh time. Oh my God. So I'm talking to Dan, and he's wearing like aviators. And I'm not even thinking twice about like it's it's kind of sunny. It's middle of like the morning or late morning. And and Dan's just wearing sunglasses. It. I'm like, whatever. I'm not I don't even know why I didn't think that was weird, but he's wearing sunglasses. Joel comes in with with a kettle and baby wipes oh my god wearing a yoda christmas hat <laughs> not to mention they both were wearing like button down like untucked like salmon colored shirts oh yeah and i don't know if that was planned but they both wore this almost the identical shirt and he comes walking in and dan's like oh good you brought the kettle and i'm looking at dan and i look back at joel and they just start talking like nothing. And <laughs> nothing I'm, saying, is I'm weird. like, why are you wearing a Christmas hat? <laughs> and th- like, it, it was almost like didn't even phase Dan. Like he just started talking about the kettle. And I'm like, what is this? Like, where do we go? Like, I don't even know where this is going right now. And they proceed. I ask him about it. And then he says, well, I just wanted to see if he'd wear it. And Joel's like, and you never wore it. And he was like going back and forth. And they did tell me they bicker like an old, like oh an old married couple, yes. a bunch of like grumpy old men. And throughout the whole time they're doing this at the very end, actually before it starts, Dan takes off his sunglasses, the unveiling and he has a black eye. And I'm like, what is going on with the black eyes? We didn't get in the story. Respect to Joel. We're not going to talk about Joel's black eye, but the, so he pulls it out and he's got black eye. And then it was like, you had the kettle, doing the coffee, everything else. And at the end, he goes, oh yeah, did you bring the baby wipes? Oh goes, yeah. He goes, no, I had the, the antibacterial wipes. He goes, oh, those will be fine. So he grabs it and then wipes it off his <laughs> eye prior to the picture. Oh and I was gosh. like, oh my God. So Dan had thought about this whole, like, oh, yeah. which makes me kind of question Dan a little bit because like <laughs> Dan's got a little bit of like, like a little bit of like stealthy, like double seven. Like if he's coming up with this like, plan even though it's not malicious it was just like a perfectly executed plan and poor joel was like just sitting there like taking like i basically got duped i was like mesmerized i'm like i don't know like this is so far over my head but now i'm like tying in the loose (laughs) i'm like tying in all the strings and joel was just like 
I don't know, like Christmas hat, baby wipes, just Dan just said, yes, I brought it, didn't think I'm here. And so that was the day. Yeah. Is that normal for those guys? Oh my gosh, yes. And so all, all I get is a text because like Dan is working nights. I'm sorry. Dan is working nights and I'm going to school in the days. And so we see each other, but not like a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I get this text and he's like, where's your makeup? And I was like, where's my makeup? Like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, don't worry. It's all good. And I was like, (laughs) what did he do? Also, like, he doesn't use any of the brushes. I guess he, like, used, like, Q-tips, like, to do the whole thing. thing. I was like, okay, that's fine. But I saw it, and I was like, you actually did a really good job. (laughs) It looked like makeup, like, like you would do, like, an actor or someone, like, a a bruise or something. (laughs) Like, well, it was a bruise, but, like, you would see in, like, an action film or... Or like a play. He did a really good job. Do you ever get dragged into that like silliness? So Joel knows that like I can't lie. So if he's over and like Dan is pulling something, Joel literally stops and he like looks at me and he's like, cat. And I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I thought I so. I got to the bathroom. <laughs> Just like, take <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> um, no, they're, they're great. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed that. I think we're going to have him come back on because like it was like we like – it started to like ramp up and Joel's like, I gotta go. And then it went down. I was like, and then I talked to Dan for a little bit after the counter culture coffee. I did finish. That was very good. So good. 46. I think what's the name. 46. Yeah. Uh, that one's really good. They also have, I mean, Dan doesn't really like a Sumatra, but they have a really good Sumatra. This, what was the 46? It was like Guatemalan. Cause he said Guatemala. Cause I looked in the back. Was that, yeah. and there was a, it's a lighter roast. Was it Tanzania or Tanzania. Tanzania. Mm. What's the one from uh, Africa? It was an African, kind of coffee i forgot i don't think it was ethiopian blend i think he it was mentioned a bunch on the episode i don't know it was whatever it was it was really good it was counterculture 46 okay yeah and i thought it was the 46 because like, this is high peaks and right it was the 46 blend yeah so it's a very original name um so cat for people that don't know you like what 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 what's your backstory like what's what brought you here today oh my gosh i mean besides me asking you to be here but like how far back are we going like from from the inception womb? yes <laughs> D- date date of date of birth to now um, like where you're from what'd you do <laughs> so um when people ask where i'm from i normally say i'm kind of a north country girl but my dad was in the military navy go navy well my mom was in the military too that's how they met on the ship but um navy brat so we moved around everywhere and west Z is where my dad's from so that's always kind of home base. We always came back there Wait, for the summer. Jay Rigsby? No, I don't know. I mean, he like left when he was, I don't know, 18 or 20. Is like, he a brother? Huh? You have a brother? Oh, yeah. I mean, he has like eight siblings. Is his brother the one that does the auction? Jeff, yeah. Okay, I know Jeff. Yeah. He's a, he's I haven't a, seen him in years. But well, I, so he moved down south. Because he used to be in Chase Movie Theaters. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, he's so good. Yeah, he was good. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Good guy. He was up visiting actually earlier and he was playing my piano and like he can just do anything. It's yeah. bonkers. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so small world. So I know we're Jeff's not around here anymore. He moved yes. Away. I'm going to get this wrong. I feel like they live in Virginia or like South Carolina. Okay. One of those. Okay. I. Wow, it's been a long time. That's like a name blast from the past, but yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jeff, Jeff. Okay, so, um, all right, so military, West Chazy. Yeah, so that was always home base. We would always come up for the summer. Um, do you want me to, like, go through where I lived? You can do whatever you want. Okay. It's your time. Okay, are you ready? 
I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. I don't remember it. We moved to... Imagine that. Be like, it was great. <laughs> the room was green. <laughs> remember nothing. Um, my brother's also like, yeah, that was that was like the first house. And I was like, yeah, I have no memories from it. Because like my dad built that house. No memories. I have nothing. Um, we moved to Virginia. That's where the memories start. Um, we moved to Guam, Santa Rita, Guam. Loved that. That was like four years that's the longest that i ever lived anywhere guam that like pacific ocean guam yeah wow you can literally drive from one side of the island to the other in 30 minutes it's tiny really yeah okay i'll ask more about that okay um so then we moved to rhode island portsmouth rhode island okay i loved that moved up here because my dad bought a house and then we moved to iceland keflavik uh and then we moved back here and then we moved to San Antonio, Texas. Love. Only stayed there two years, though. And then finished my high school up here in Beekmantown. I'm a Beekmantown graduate. And then I went to Potsdam. And now I'm back here. There we go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what a journey. So um, let's start with Guam. Okay. So Guam, how many people are on Guam? That's a good question. Because 30 minutes is smaller than Clinton County. Yes. It is very small. The Chamorro... Um, culture is incredible. They like, they don't really care about clocks. Like you're just, you're showing up whenever. Island time. Yeah. If someone's having a cookout, everyone's stopping by regardless if you know them. Like they would have their parties sponsored by like beers. So like there would be a big banner like on the, <laughs> the Like pergolas. sponsoring the island. Yeah. And so like it would be like happy birthday Budweiser. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, what? Giant pig roasts. Yeah. This was before I was a vegetarian, but yeah. So do you know how many people live in Guam? I have no idea. Was it a rural setting? Because that's a small area. I mean, there's probably some rural areas, but was there cities? Was there like major right. ports? So Santa Rita is, I would guess, technically a city. That's where the base is. Um, and we lived on base. Um, and it's pretty small. And then we... My mom was always into like the missionary stuff. Um, so we would like every Christmas, we would do this whole like thing. We would bring like beans and rice around. So we did, we went like everywhere. There's like literally a jungle that like you can boonie stomp through. There's waterfalls. It's amazing. So is it a dense area? Dense. Some places could be dense, like uh, trees and de- oh, like, yeah. vegetation. Yes. And- like my mom bought one of those like swords to go through. Machete? <laughs> yes. Yes. She bought a machete so that she could like do the trails and everything. Yeah. Bushwhack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. So do they use American money? Do they use US dollars? We did. Yes. Yeah. Because it, it's a territory. Yep. It still is. Yes. Right. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm like, yes. History's still there. And so- it's wild because they also still have like, so in World War Two, they, J- the Japanese uh, fought the Chamorros um, mm-hmm. because they wanted to take over that territory. And so there are these like caves that have like the little carved out like things where people were like aiming out of and like little holes to like look into. So like it's, it's wild. There's a lot of history there. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. English speaking. Yep. The whole country. The whole country they, the whole they do have territory? their own language, but yeah, everyone speaks it, English. Is too. it a country or a territory? That's a good question. I didn't know if like Guam is still, like, isn't Puerto Rico a territory of the United States now? Yes. But Puerto Rico is still a country. Yes. So I feel like, yeah, that's, it's probably the same because it's a, it's a territory of the United States, but like they don't vote. 
Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. I mean, they have their own council oh, thing. Okay. Um, but. Do they rec- yeah. I'm assuming a territory receives some type of aid from the United States or receives some kind of benefit. To be con- right. They, like, they, there's a handshake. They, they help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also, like, because it's an island, it's hard to get things there. So I, can I think that that's part of the, like, aid is that more things come over there. How often the, I'm thinking like when you're on like a small small island, like getting packages or boxes or envelopes or mailing, like you probably get like a couple planes a day that fly in there. Mail takes forever. Yeah, I remember my grandmother had to like really plan on when she was sending out the Christmas package, and also like the first two years she like put in cookies. Oh. The cookies did not make it. They did not make it. It's got to be like if you were sending <laughs> something from here to Guam, would a month. I feel like probably today it would be a little less, yeah. But I, I think like packages, yeah, it took like a month. That's like, crazy. Just in case, definitely send it out ahead of time. How far past Hawaii is it? Um, wow. Because uh, Hawaii is like far out. Right. I want to say it was like a six-hour plane ride. I don't know. It was Whoa. absurd. Yeah. Because you're, you're almost to like New Zealand... Uh, uh, Polynesia, oh, yeah. uh, Philippines. And everyone from Japan comes over. Like, that's like one of the biggest like vacations for them. Um, so, like, wow. when we got there, Pokemon was like big in Japan, but it, it hadn't hit the States yet. So, I go into this mall and I see Pikachu, and I was like, I must have him. And it just became like a huge lifelong love. So, you were, so you knew Pikachu before we knew Pikachu? Yeah. When did- I'm a hipster. When did <laughs> Pikachu? Um, so P- I, Pikachu came out when I was third grade, ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, that that tracks. We got there. We got there ninety eight. But it was like mainstream, probably like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to get my math right. right. Um, Pokemon is that still? I mean, that's still a thing because now you're seeing oh, the yeah. resurgence of Pokemon. Oh yeah. I gotta find my old Pokemon cards. I have them. I, I know still I have, have them. all of mine. How much? I have a binder. Same. Same. Official. Uh, I, no, the thing is, though, I wonder how much they're actually worth now. So there's different like classes, there's different years, there's different like levels and grades. My friend Sean, like, is eBay king. Okay. And he has gotten absurd amount of money for his cards, and he's like, "You need to, you need to get rid of them now." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I can." Because, like, some of them so I got, mean a lot to me. I got, two, <laughs> I got two trains of thought on this. One, it's it's one of those commodities because the reason, this is my opinion, the reason that it's going to be as high as it is now is because there's a nostalgia level of our generation that is looking at those things like they're coming back in. Maybe, you know, people are starting to have kids. Maybe they're like, you know. They want to share it. Well, it's like, it's kind of like I have young kids. So, like. There's things that I like to see them do that I remember doing as a kid, whether it be Spider-Man or Ninja Turtles or whatever. And right. I find that the wave, because like, you know, it's like fashion comes around like every 20 years. Oh, I yeah. think it has to do with generation. Like parents right. introduce it to their kids, introduce it. And like all of a sudden, like my mom had a flannel. I'm wearing a flannel. Like, right. But that's my, my guess. So then it's like, do you sell it now or do you wait another 20 years? And like the grandkids come around like, oh my God, these Pokemon cards are from like 2000. Right. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, let's go. Here's my binder. I'm flipping <laughs> through. I got Japanese ones. I got a Oh I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if those are worth anything, but I used to use, that was like my, like when I was set, when I was selling, when I was trading cards in the playground back in the day, 
I would tell them like it's a Japanese card. This thing is rarer than the rare cards. I don't know. They're probably like five bucks. Like, <laughs> you were just talking. But I was sitting there. I'm like, they're Japanese. Like they don't, you don't even know what they say on it. Like right. it's just symbols. And and people like were like, I'll give you like a Charizard for it. I'm like, let's go. Like let's do it. Yeah. Swap it out. I don't know the difference. I'm like, my value was always on the, the shiny ones. Oh my god. But gosh, if you look yeah. at the ones, I'm like, they're Japanese. Like you you can afford to give me a Blasto or Blastoise or whatever his name is for for this. Yeah. And uh, Bulbasaur. Can I get a Bulbasaur? Oh for my it? gosh, Bulbasaur was my first. He was a green. It was my first card. That was your first card? Wow, yeah. you did well. Mine was, oh my God. I, I If I saw it, I would know. It was um, like a, that purplish pink color. Yeah. It was one of those cards. Okay. So I, whatever that group was, which is like the weird group, it wasn't fire the, rain. Like, eye looking thing, yeah. But it was like that odd one. It was yeah. like, like Mewtwo, I think was part of that. But oh like, yeah. Um, but I forgot the name of it, but that was the one that I had first. A girl gave it to me. I was in third grade. She was in kindergarten. She gave me the card. I think I've told the story about this before, but she gave me the card and I was like, okay. And this is when I knew I probably had like, I probably should have really gotten like baseball cards and stuff. So I had this one card and I go, I would go up to somebody else because I had one card. And I said, I'll give you this one card for those two cards. You were always a hustler. I was hustling. And I was sitting there and like, I didn't even know, but I'm like, I got to get more than one card here. I can't do crap with one card. So I would swap out the card. I would get two cards. Now I'm like, rinse and repeat. Two for now. I got four, and then oh I. God. So I did this, and this is where it gets good. I worked my way all the way up to a Charizard at one point in time. It was like the guy that traded up the paperclip for a house. Like I worked <laughs> my way up for a Charizard. Then I went to another friend, and I had a Charizard. He wanted the Charizard. I care less. One card, whatever. Let's make it happen. He gave me his entire binder. No. His entire binder, including all the Japanese cards, which I then looked at like I can use this as leverage right. or rare. I, I'm third grade. I don't know how I, why I thought it like this, but <laughs> I got it. Gave him the Charizard full binder, which I think the binder he gave me is the, still the same binder I use oh for my all gosh. my cards today. It's just like this cheap binder. And then all of a sudden, I went from one Charizard. It wasn't like that was my only card at the time. Right. I had other cards, but I had a Charizard. So I'm like, that was the Charizard for like 300 cards. Yes, done deal. Then I started like, whoop, and then I had all these cards. And, and then I, you could play. Did you I, play? Yeah, that was the thing too. I ended up working my way back up to another Charizard at some point in time. But I did used to play the actual game with like the be- the mar- I see marbles with the uh, beads. Yeah, with beads, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to play that game, and I also used to play the uh, Game Boy version. Oh, yeah. So me and a friend would get on the school bus each morning on the way to school, and we had the cable that could connect the two. So we'd sit in the seats next to each other. We both have them. We both pop our like blues and red cartridges in, and we'd start playing, and we'd play each other. That's you, awesome. you play your friends. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. We play that every morning. Oh my god, it was good. So Pokemon, Pokemon's still near and dear to my heart. I don't follow it, but oh it's still gosh. like. Do you still collect Pokemon cards? No, I. I mean, I say no very fast, and then I'm like, oh wait, I did buy like a pack, just to see, just to see. Do they look different? They do. Um, the illustrations, illustration is different, and also like, I loved when it was like, gotta catch them all, mm-hmm. and then there was like 200 and like I had a Pokemon book that like went into all of them all of the special things they did and then obviously it expanded and it's like there's thousands and it's just like it's too much for me I mean they make some really cool ones now but like it was not one of the originals like I'm the original yeah. like the same like uh Blasto or Bulbasaur yeah and then like what was the one before that? Was Bulbasaur the the, the main oh, one? Oh gosh! Because like there was, like you had three levels. Yeah. So Bulbasaur, I think, was the little one. Then like Venus. Misty Venusaur. had him. 
Venusaur. Venus, I say uh, this is terrible. Blastoise, Blastoise. My memory is really bad, so this is also like <laughs> Char- Charizard was the main one, but Char Charlemander was that one. Yeah, the next level, and then like all of the beautiful like Nine Tails, like the Eevee. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, Which one? It's the fox looking one. Oh yes, so like a cool. Phoenix. Yeah, super cool. Um, that's actually my friend Steph's favorite um, to this day, and she's the one that taught me how to play the cards. The card game was actually fun. Like it's I enjoyed, so fun. The, I enjoyed the card game. I was really proud the first time I played with Steph and Steph LaPointe is like pro. I, really? I won and I like looked at her. I was like, I need you to be honest with me. I was like, did you let me? And she was like, no, I would never do that. And I was like, so I will like, I've never won ever since. Take a picture of the board. I've, or, or never, the board of the yeah, I've never won ever since, but like it was a moment in time that I will wow. never forget. <laughs> Now it makes me want to like dust off the old cards and try to learn how to play again. Oh my gosh! With like, I know I had the the because I think when you used to buy them, didn't they? Didn't each card come with some? Mar- I might be wrong on this, but like when you bought a pack, I think they came with some of the, I call them marbles, but the the rocks or stones. Gems. So there's an, an additional game. So like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna keep touching this wire That's and okay. it's gonna make noises every time. Hello, <laughs> ASMR. Um. <laughs> So there's just the card game yep. and then there's, there is a marble game and there also is like this, like there were these like coin chip games. I had all of them, I had all of them. The one, I, the only one I remember was there was, you had your cards and you had the marbles. There was no board. There was yeah. no, it was just like later, like whatever, starting five out or whatever it was. Yep. And you played it. There might've been dice involved. I, it's been a while, but they were fun. Yeah. I mean, there's just like a really simple just playing with cards. Like you only need to bring your deck and then you're like set. That was it. That was yeah. the one I had. But there was something with marbles. Yes. That, that was an additional. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's where I was. I used to also play a game. It was, had like a board. It might have been called marbles. Like you had like little pockets and the big one had like a community thing they called it. And you'd move them Moncala. over. Moncala. Moncala. Yes. Yes. I loved that. Oh, wow. I... With a fiery passion. Okay, what's called Mancala? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, and it had the two end pieces that were bigger circles. Yes. Like big and then, like, if you en- entered an empty one, you could like steal your per- yes. other person's. Yeah. And oh if you landed gosh. in one of yours that was empty, you got to go again. Yep. Yeah. So I remember that. So that game was fun. And you always like you always started with. I think you put like a couple in each of them. So you always start with the same one. Cause right. Because I think if you got it in the final one, you got to go again. That was a rule. And if you ended up on a blank one. If your side was blank and landed on it, but they had stuff in theirs, you get to take you all to of take theirs. Yep. And then it was just who had the most. I think you, and the game ended when you cleared out your spaces. I love board games. Yeah. I like them. I don't get a lot of chances to play them. I really want to have Monopoly Day over in our boardroom because I have Monopoly not even opened on the top shelf up there. You said that in Dan and yes. Joel's. Because what happened was I pulled everybody in the office and we said, what's your favorite board game? Nine out of ten people, Ellie said something like Kutar or something, Kutar. Oh, the the war one, yeah. It's uh, some weird game nobody's heard of. And she said it. It was probably a great game. But I was like, everybody said Monopoly. So I'm like, I'm going to get Monopoly. Catan. Catan, that's it. I love Catan. Okay, so she loves it too. Ellie, you should meet Ellie and play Catan. But I have no clue what it is. <laughs> but she was the only one to say something other than Monopoly. So I got Monopoly. I'm pumped. I'm like, board game night. And then I started asking people, like, we're going to have a fun board game. And everybody's like, and it's too long. I don't want to play it. I'm like, okay. But they were the ones that said I'm that like, they loved they it? They said it and asked other people. And I'm like, we'll make a no. night of it. We'll have some drinks and some foods. We'll order pizza. We'll have like a time. We'll play board games. So at some point in time, I'll have a board game night. I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm just officially having a board game night. I'm inviting people that are down to play board games. Whoever Kat, comes, you're on comes. the list. Oh, Dan's please. on the list. 
Joel's going to be on the list. Carrie and Joel, they are intense. I just want, like, I will get butchered on these games. I don't care. I just want to have fun and play board games. I like the I like the thinking aspect of board games. Right. Like I like just sitting, stripping away all like the phones and all the mess and just like let me just concentrate on this like fantasy like little board like my it's own little so world. So good. It makes you think. It like gets yeah. your mind running. I've been playing um it's not Sudoku, it's called Kakaru, Kakaru. Oh, I don't think I know that one. Okay, so Sudoku with Yeah, I love that. with, with math. Oh, you like this? So I'll figure out the name. I think it's Kakaru, Aro, something like okay. A-O. I don't know how to spell it, but whatever. So what it does though is say like, hey, you got three boxes, and the sum of the three boxes have to be twenty-one. Oh, so you just have to figure it out. It's like process of elimination, and it's like Sudoku. So it's not like one through nine. It's one through nine, but you might have seven boxes that have to equal up to thirty-three. Oh, man. And then, so it's next it, level. Yeah, and then you have one that might be two boxes that equal three. Well, it can only be two and one. Mm. And then to, if there's four boxes that equal ten, it can only be one, two, three, or four. Because legit, like you cannot have a five there because the other numbers, one, two, three, would have to six, and that'd be 11. Right. So there's certain things that never change. Like, Ooh, I like this. Like this two boxes like... of 17 is always eight and nine. Yeah. So you can start to really, you can't have the same. So 16 is always a nine and a seven. It can never be eight and eight. Wow. So it, once you once you understand like the rules of it, it's very simple rules. I just made it sound confusing, but it's not. Once you start going, then it's like process of elimination. Right. So it's it's Sudoku just with a little bit of math involved. A little extra. So yeah. I have a question. Yes. Were you the type of kid that liked the the word problems in math? Mm-hmm. Love them. <laughs> you know what? I, I like logic puzzles. Oh yeah. I actually on my old not not like a couple computers ago. I had a book. And it was like word problems, but it'd be like, okay, like say like Joel, Cat, Dan, Galen. It'd be like, Dan drinks black coffee with no cream oh and gosh, likes a blue these. and likes a blue cup or blue mug. Yes. Cat likes a red mug but does not like dark coffee. Yeah. Or dark roast. And then so you had to process of eliminate like, well, we know for a fact that out of cause then I'd make spreadsheets. Yeah. So it'd be like Joel, Dan, Cat, chart. Galen. It'd be like cups. Well, I know Dan is I know Dan is blue. But there's a red and a yellow and a green one. Okay? And you have to figure out what is like, what. Like, is cat yellow or green? I don't know. Joel, is he red? Like, but process of elimination, you could figure it out and be like, Joel ordered first. Or Joel didn't order first, but didn't order third. Right. Okay, did he order second or fourth? Then you start, like, breaking it down. I love those. those. Are the, I think they're called logic puzzles. And I get swept into those. <laughs> and the problem, this is, those are the puzzles I like to do. Early in the morning with no distractions and a cup of coffee or late at night, no distractions and maybe like a glass of wine or something. And you just like zone out and you just play these puzzles knowing that most of the time I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm like, I like it. It's like mentally simulated. No, but it's good for you. It keeps my mind sharp. Yeah. Like people call me like an old man. If I could sit down like in a chair with coffee and play like something like that where my mind is really thinking, I'd love it. I mean, that's why I love reading so much. Like that's my life. I'm a grandma. So, okay. Cat. We gotta ask. We gotta talk about reading, okay? Because this is the fascinating thing. I watch your Instagram. I get pumped on it, which is like every other day. You post a new book. I don't read the books. I don't know anything about the books. Every once in a while, I read a book I have read, and I get excited. But like the last one was Frankenstein. I was like, oh yes, yeah. Like, yeah, the monster. We'll talk about that. Uh, so, but I'm sitting there read, looking at this. So you've read two day. Well, the last time I saw it was a hundred. Yes, I've Are read a hundred as of yesterday. Okay. 
now so for this people year. know that we're in today's september 2nd yes so for this year so you could potentially hit about 150 potentially last year i did 147 that's the most i've ever read in one year but um, also now i'm going to school so who knows what's going to happen textbooks count I mean, if I actually read the whole thing, I thought that my intro to rad was going to count and then not going to lie. Sorry, Betsy, if you're listening, um, by the end, I was like, let me just find out where these keywords are and I'm going to read that. And then the rest of it, good luck. So, okay. So <laughs> tell, tell me, let's talk all things reading. When did you start reading? Like, I mean, I say start, like, when did you start actually like reading like the way you do now? Um, and like, how do you read so much? How do you read? So do you read? Speed read. I know I've kind of picked your brain on this before, but like, just tell me your whole process. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I've always loved books. My mom made a huge deal about going to the library. Like that was like so exciting. She was like, oh my gosh, what are you going to get? Like a public library? Yeah. Yeah. Like always. Because like we're always moving. So it's like we can't buy that many books because those are heavy to move. Like especially when we're going overseas that much, like that's not going to happen. So libraries, that's where I like lived. And so she would always amp it up and like, okay, you can get five books. What do you think you're going to get? So it was like always such like a huge treat. The librarians were always super nice. And like, I don't know, that was just like always peace for me. So did they give you the stick, the stick, the stick, what's the stick? You like go in and they give you the stick. The mark where the book is on the shelf. What? No. So when you go, wait. So when you go to the shelf to pick a book off the shelf, you just yeah. pull the book off and just hope you put it back in the right spot? Yeah. No. So when, when I, <laughs> what? Really? I thought like you'd been like, absolutely. Okay, so. I've never all right. experienced so this. So in Shazy, wow, okay. So Shazy, we had library there. Yeah, and it's and, super cute. Yeah, in the Shazy public library, the old one, not the new one where they have it. I've actually never been in the new one on okay. Fisk Road. The old one was right across from the school. It's this little, little tiny building. Old, old building. Like Is one it the of, one with the red door? It's right at the end when you, Shazy's on your left. If you come around, okay, like Shazy Music Theater, you probably parked in the back parking lot. Yep. You take a left, you go down Route 9. As yep. you come out, it's right in front of you. There's Town Hall and there's the, the old library. Okay. The old library was no bigger than, I want to say it's maybe four, oh God, maybe three times the size of this room. It was oh very small, very old. They only had a couple rooms in the entire library. Aww. But you would get a stick. It was almost like a paint, you know, like a painting stir. Yeah. Stick. It was very similar to that. And you would take your stick and you would go around. And if you liked a book, you would put the stick in the book, like in the in the, in the the gap. Yeah. Take the book you want. You put the stick in and then grab the book you want. And that held the spot. So the you can like read the back, see if you actually want to so borrow it. So the books it. crashed on each other. And then you just look back. You pull the stick. You put the book back in. That is incredibly smart. And then you pull the stick out and you went to your next book. Wow. Those librarians have cracked the code. That's brilliant. That's, they don't, you never did that. No. I thought that was like a universal thing. That's brilliant because also i've definitely been that kid that like pulls out and then like i'm not gonna be able to read all of eight books so like now i have to go in like alphabetical like try to figure out where it goes yeah wow that's really cool oh wow yeah so we use the okay so you didn't have the stick but the stick was a very good so now when you go make like bring a painter stick and just jam it in there like what are you doing yeah like you're never gonna misplace your book that was like a common thing we just like handed out books like hey you read a story with the with the librarian then the librarian was like all right, everybody, everybody Here's go grab sticks? a stick. Oh my and God, they had multiple. So like you just... Every kid in the class had a stick. That's amazing. And they did it at the public library. I'm, I'm like 90% sure they did it at the public library too. That so is you, so cute. You would walk around with all your buddies, like your friends, and you would go around the library, the little tables, because elementary library. Yeah. And you would find out... I don't know if the high school library had it, but the elementary for sure. 
And you'd walk around, you'd find your book, you put the stick in, you pull it out, you read it, and everybody took a book out for the week. Cute. You read your book, and then the next week you had library. It was one of your specials. You'd like walk to the library in like a single file line, go read your book, you turn your book back, they'd sign it out, they'd stamp it, like the whole thing. Oh my gosh. They had a Dewey Decimal system. Oh, love it. Did you have the card catalog? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I was mm-hmm. like really good at it, and I was really proud about it. And then it turned to computers, and like it took me a really long time to get used to computers. I, like as a kid because like I actually had to take the typing class I actually had to like and I was bad at it like my brother loved it he like soared instantly he's eight years older than me but like he was just like into it he thought it was so interesting and me I was like I just want to write on a piece of paper because when you put the Dewey Decimal System had the index card where it had like the name the, yes. the IB and you'd be number. flipping through all these index cards like and there would be little drawers it was yep. all just so intimate yeah yeah these <laughs> little like cubby drawers it. you'd slide out and like oh for whatever the numbers yes. were like, slide out yeah um, okay sorry so you, so back to libraries big deal oh yeah so libraries huge deal love reading um, always always reading we didn't have cable growing up like we have we had a TV, like a television, but like we had no like channels. So like we would just rent movies or just like, oh my gosh, Blockbuster, rest in peace. Um, under one roof? Under one roof. Yeah. When we were up here. Yes. Yeah. I loved that place. Um, but so for the most part, I would read because my mom would be reading at night or in the day. Like she always had, she has her morning book and then she has her evening book. And so like I would see her doing that. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to do that. So I would read. Um, college kind of put the kibosh on that a little bit because I had to like read things for school and then I was just drained. So I would say for like five years, I like didn't. And then the summer after I graduated, I started reading Harry Potter and that just like for the first time I was a latecomer 2016. Really? I was a latecomer and it meant everything to me because I was going through like some friend drama and like they became my friends and like now I'm rereading it and it really feels like I'm like visiting them. It's awesome. But yeah, that just relit the light and I, ever since I've just not stopped. So the Harry Potter series, was that was the one that got you? Yeah. Um, how many times have you read the series? So I'm only on the second time rereading. I'm on Goblet of Fire. That was my favorite one. That's uh, my favorite too. Yeah. Cause I just like the competition part it's of it. It's so good. Um, so and I like that it's not just magic. Like he still has to do the riddle. Like I just love that yeah. it's like you have to be well-rounded. Yeah. It's just great. And they go swimming down in the water and that's, yes. that's right. Yeah. And they all turn into fins and they had to figure out a way to go underwater. And yep. um, the, the fascinating thing with her, JK Rowling was like the fact that she, the thing that I'm fascinated by is she wrote like you read the book and like book six and book seven make re- like small detailed references to book one, two, and three and or four like it, pre- previous books and in my head I'm like how how far out did she have this in her mind? Right. Because I read the first book in like '99 was the first time I read it. It came out '97. Okay. And I read it '99. It was like third grade. Wow. So when the books were coming out, so I like was you like, lived it. Yeah. So I was caught up. Aww. So when the books were coming out, it was a big deal. I was like, hey, the, I, mean, I wasn't the kid that got it at midnight. I would get right. it like the next day or two days later. I'm a slow reader. It took me like a month to read it. But I mean, um, they're thick. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people were like, I read it. I stayed up all night and read it. I'm like, I mean, I would stay up all night, but I'd be on page like 200. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but the fact that she could tie it all in blew my mind. How intricate that book is in a very like well done way for seven books. Right. I, I mean, it's unfortunate that she's like not the best human anymore. Um, but she gave us a great world. And so 
she, it she, belongs to us she, now. What happened to her? Is she crazy? Transphobic. Really? Yeah, and she like buckled down on it. Double down? Double down is the phrase, not double, buckled. No, double down. Like you, yeah. you like you could have like you like someone she called you out and she went harder into it. Yeah, she, like she really? should have said sorry and instead she like wrote a whole essay about like how yeah, it was just Ooh, I didn't know that. Well she had she had a good book, or at least seven books. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well that's some just And I mean like I will still say that that's like one of my favorite series of all time. Yeah. So it belongs to us now. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, she had a good, yeah, good book. I, I think Good Amusement Park. But um, Oh my gosh, yes. So 2016, you started. Yes, like really reading, yeah. Okay, and now, like, how's that journey been? How many books have you read since then? Oh my God. Okay, so last year I read 147. The year before that I read 118. The year before that I read 80. And before that I didn't count. <laughs> okay. So, so <laughs> what, what kind of books do you read? Do you have any kind of theme? Like if you had to pick, if you had to dissect your brain on like how Kat picks out books that she's interested in, like what oh would boy. be your criteria? Okay. So I would say I'm a very much a mood reader now. I normally have like five books going at the same time because if it doesn't hit me at that right moment, I have to put it down and then I'm onto something else and then I'll go back to it. Um, I would say young adult is probably the most that I read. Um, cause I like fantasy. I like, um, I like that age, like not like high school, but like, you know, they're 18 and like, like they're coming of age. Ma- books. Yes. Yeah. I love, love that because like they're making the choices, they're going through difficult things and like, it's just a different exploration. Like, I was a very sheltered child. <laughs> so like when I read someone that's like a rebel, I'm like, oh my God, I would never. But I like to live vicariously. Um, and then I'm really into memoirs. I love celebrity memoirs. Um, the last book I read was Edison by uh, Edmund Morris, which was a biography. Um, it's like anything. I, I like it all. Dan's trying to get me more into like science fiction. Um, which I've I've loved everything that I've read so far. I read I Am Legend. Have you read that? I've watched the movie. Yeah. Same, I'm assuming it's, same thing? It's the, based on the same, yeah. Okay. But it's... I have not. It's I so saw good. you post about it. It's so good. I Am Legend. Yes. Like the, how old is that book? I think it was 1985 it was first published. Oh. So it's only 160 pages. The book that... I borrowed it from Joel, actually. Um the book that it's in is like a couple stories by that same author, which man, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, so it's part of like a, like a trilogy or, or like no, a series. So it's like that author does a lot of like sci-fi types. And so it, I wouldn't necessarily call it a short story, even though it is kind of, I don't really know how I would classify it. Okay. Novella, novella, like a short novel. Is that what novella is? I think so. Okay. We're going to go with that. That's that good. sounds really Just official. Got, again, you got to say it confidently. Novella. And yeah. we're going to say it's a novella. Yeah. <laughs> Not Nutella. Novella. Oh, I could do with some yeah, Nutella. Yeah, Nutella though. while reading your novella. That sounds like the most <laughs> beautiful day. <laughs> the uh, just like oh, just all like I just need water. I always think it's like this. Oh, like that man. thick like Have you dipped pretzels in Nutella? I have not. I oh remember my God. I remember we went to Europe one time and they uh I think it was Italy. And you get these like warm like croissants oh, and yeah. they give you like a side of, it wasn't, I think it was Nutella, but it was more chocolate than like, cause uh, Nutella is like hazelnut. Yeah. 
So it had more of like a chocolate taste to it. So it was basically like a chocolate spread on bread. And to like Ooh. a teenage kid, it was like crack. You're like, absolutely. Like, yeah. Warm, like croissant with, with chocolate, melted chocolate. Still like, sounds great to me. Yeah, it was great. It was amazing. But um, so you, your variety of books is just like, you just kind of pick stuff that like, I might, do you pick stuff too? Like I've never really read something in this genre. Let me just give it a shot. Yes. And I'm also very grateful to Carrie, um, Carrie Dominic Wood. Um, this is Joel's wife. Joel's right? wife. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause she started a book club during the pandemic. Um, so it's, it's super small. Um, but we each have like a month that we pick a book. And so it's like, we all have different tastes. So like we've read historical fiction, we read Interview with a Vampire. Like, would I have ever picked that up? Probably not. But it was so interesting. And then I love, I obviously love talking about books. So like the the meeting, whether it's on Zoom or whether in person, like, oh, I love it. It's it's really cool. She just deep dive into the book and just discuss it and themes and characters and traits. and. Yes. I would say we talk about the book for like maybe 15 minutes. And it's a wine club. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. And then we have lots of snacks. <laughs> it's good. It's a way to get you like in the door. I'm like, this is the only time that I see people. So this yeah. is great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not, you need that. You need that nice outlet. Yeah. Uh, we actually have, I don't participate too much anymore because of kids, but my parents and a couple of family friends have a club called book club. It's literally called book club. They've been doing it for years. And it basically is just get together, have dinner and drink wine. That's the best. We always joke that the book is the wine. <laughs> so like a bottle of wine it's like what book are we reading tonight oh, gosh. I'm like well it's a you know Cabernet from Napa like and it's just this that's all it is you basically just it's just have a code drink. word it's a code word for we're just getting having wine just talking so um, so how many how fast can you read a, a book and I know it's obviously dependent on pages but like Oof. how quickly do you clip through a book so 150 in a, I mean every three days so not I even will that. say every two and a half days, day. I will say it probably helps that I'm reading five books at the same time because some of them, like the Edison, that's 800 pages. Would I have started it if I knew it was 800 pages? Probably not. Holy moly. But it was good. Okay. Um, am I going to recommend it? If you're into. You got three stars. Three stars. So three stars mean I like it, but like it's not the best. Don't dive into that yet because I'm okay. going to ask about that after. Would I recommend it? I don't know. The style that it was done in is a little wonky. Like you start at the end of his life instead of the beginning. And then like there's no context for most of it. And then you're like, wait, oh, that goes with that. Like it's just some weird choices for a biography. Um, if I'm really into a book, I can devour it in a day. No matter the size. Okay. So let's say the book is 250. 50 pages. Is that kind of average? 300 pages? Yeah. yeah. 250 to 3. You can yeah. read that in a day. Yes. How fast like, can you read? So I do read fast. Um, I feel like I don't even read as fast as Dan, though, because Dan is like a speed reader, and I can't do really? that. Yeah. Like he's one that just like goes through, if goes you, through it and flips. Oh, my gosh. When we first got together, we did handwritten, handwritten letters because we were doing distance. And I once watched him read a letter and I was like, you didn't even read it. Like I was watching him. I was like, no, you didn't read it. He was like, yeah, I did. He just like, it's so fast. <laughs> I got to ask him. Like, does it? So one of the girls that works here, Nicole, I gave her a book one time here. I was like, hey, I want you to read this. Kind of like it. And I was like a hundred page book. It wasn't like anything. Right. Crazy. But 
I like gave it to her, came back in, like within the hour, she like walked back and obviously like didn't go sit down and start reading the book. I just like gave it to her and I was like, hey, just read this, you know, give it back to me later this week or next week or something. Right, whenever. She came back in, she handed it to me and I was like, yeah, this sounds like you, kind of a good book. And I'm like, wait, did you read it? She, <laughs> yeah, thing? she goes, I took about 20 minutes to just read it. I'm like, it was 100 pages. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah, no, I don't have that. I okay, am not. Okay, but Dan, that sounds like Dan. Yes. Whoa, but I, also like think about how fast he talks that's like the speed that his brain goes he also listens to podcasts faster and i cannot he does the x yeah like 1.25 1.5 yes do it. It, it annoys me i tried it i tried to do audiobooks like that and it's too ugh. oh my gosh i mean i can do it on certain audiobooks because it obviously depends on the narrator because like sometimes oh my gosh i had to put it faster for barack obama i love his voice but he talks so slowly that oh, i he was like yeah that's important i like that i it's so you good read your own biography, I give you credit. yeah and that's why i love memoirs it's yeah. like oh i just love that yeah. yeah it feels like a conversation yeah he's got a slow draw kind of voice so i definitely i i boosted that yeah. up a little faster yeah so you get done like 10 hours instead of 15 yeah yeah um so okay so when you pick okay give me your you typically read like hard versions. So. Because you do read Kindle. I do read Kindle. I love okay. my Kindle. Okay. Dan gifted that to me. Um, and I'm very grateful. And he's also paying for my um, uh, Kindle Unlimited subscription. <laughs> so oh, I shoot. get these books for free. I mean, it's not for free because he pays for but, it. Yeah but, you, but, yeah, but I got like Apple Music. So, I yes. like all, so oh, you basically just is, go through and just get uh, books on books on books. It is glorious. And you have every book you want. Yes. It is so cool. It's like an online library. It's awesome. That's actually perfect. Yeah. Um, so, but you do read hardcovers sometimes. Yes. Or hardcovers, so like I hard have, copy. Yeah. So I have physical books, like, okay, with me. You brought some with you? I always have a book on me. It's great. I, I, I almost brought a book with me today because it's like, oh, I'm going to be running late, potentially from one, not, uh, sorry, not late, early from one meeting to the other. I might have like 15 minutes. So I'm like, I should just bring a book and chip through it. Yeah. So I'm I always, so slow at reading. I always have my Kindle. Okay. And there's a few books on here right now. I'm reading a poetry book, um, The Sun and Her Stars. It's very sad so far. Can, can you just open your Kindle up just so I want to see the size of the screen? Also, I have the version that has the ad, so ignore that. Okay. That's not what I'm reading. That. It's just an ad for a saucy book. Oh, I thought that was uh, uh, Thor. It's oh my Thor. god! It's not Thor. <laughs> not Thor. Like the guy that plays Thor. It is a very pretty man, though. Um, uh, Hemsworth. I was thinking. So, <laughs> okay. So c- click to the pages. Oh, because it's poetry. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, but can you you can expand the words? We can bigger or smaller. Oh yeah, you can change the size. Now the color like... doesn't bother you because they make it look like the, a book. Yeah. Right? So I have this. I have the black and white one. I don't have the one that has color. So like, if you go to the cover page, it's all in black and white. Like. Oh, there are different versions? Yeah. And I also, this is backlit, so like I can have the light off and I can read in bed and I'm not going to like frustrate Dan, (laughs) which I do often. You know what? I should get one of those. It's really great. So this is the Paperweight, 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 Kindle Paperweight. (laughs) Sounds like QVC. (laughs) Yes. Um... And I love it. It's really great. And the, it holds its charge forever. Like it's kicking around. How often you charge it? It's kicking around my backpack all the time. Um, I you charge it like every night just to be safe? No. I think I only charge it like once every third or fourth week. Oh my God. Yeah. It's really awesome. Because also it automatically turns off when the thing closes on it. So like I don't have to worry about like, did I hit the button? Did yeah. I like make sure? Is it going to save my spot? Like it, it's automatic. 
So so in the during the day, so how many books are on the Kindle right now? They're probably. I mean, say okay, actually total books. Yeah, there are probably eight books that are unread on the Kindle right now. And then once you read them, you just kind of get them off your. Yes. Okay, so you don't you don't have like a, a library that you. I have up. a few because I have like purchased some, um, like for a book club. If it's not available, then I'll like purchase it that way because I'm trying to have less stuff in my house. Yeah, good minimalist. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Little by little, trying. <laughs> Dan will tell you. That's like, why you brought me. The, that's why you brought me the potted plant. Yes. Just de- deco- we'll just, talk about that after the decor off the shelf. Gifting away that's all it. of my things. <laughs> Thank you for taking it. Um, but yeah, I always have a physical book and I always have my Kindle. So. And how many books? You're reading eight, roughly eight books on the Kindle? So no, I'm only reading two books on the Kindle right now. And then you have the hard book right there. Yes. And, and then I have some other books that I'm listening to. So the audio books, you, you count those too? Yes. Okay. So. Reading is all about comprehension. So as long as you are like taking I'm, it in I'm it down. counts i heard this thing one time people were debating if you if you listen to it on a on a audiobook is it considered reading the book or is it just it doesn't count you listen to the book you can't read it and i'm like well it's the same thing because you're taking in the information yeah, and then what do you say to people who can't see like come on yeah oh even true i like that yeah so i i will fight <laughs> i I'm, I'm a big i like the hard copy book i read too slow right and i and honestly when i read a book if i find time like if i'm like oh, i'm gonna go in my room I'm going to like lay down and read a book. I read like three pages and take a nap. Because I'm usually so tired at that point that I'm like, yeah, it's free time. And I'm like, <laughs> and I just like put it down. Usually I just like put it like this on my, like my stomach. Yeah. And I'll just be like, I'm just going to close my eyes for a few minutes. Next thing I know, I take like an hour coma nap. And oh those are my God. favorites where you just like, like, nobody can wake you up. It's so refreshing. Yeah. You, when you wake up, you're like, oh my God, I feel great. But um, audiobooks are awesome. The problem is my, my, uh, library yeah library of the audio there's so many that i end up listening to more podcasts than i do audiobooks yeah and i get to this like weird like i'll get in a spurt i'll read like two books in a row listen to two books in a row and then i'll go like months without reading i probably have like 60 books on that and i probably have like 50 something unread yeah it's it's hard to balance it yeah it's hard to balance i will say i miss my commute because I used to drive for at least an hour and 15 minutes both one, ways. One way? Yeah. And then, yes, twice? Yeah. And I would read so much. It was great. And now I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm listening while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm doing the laundry. Like, <laughs> Oh, so you listen to books. That's your like go-to. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And how many, how many, like, how long in a day do you read? Oh gosh. Um, like do it. Let's do a normal like Monday through Friday and let's do a normal like weekend. Like how much, much time do you just like sit down and read? So I always read before bed, mm-hmm. probably an hour. Okay. If it's a really good book, I might stay up. But I'm also a grandma and I normally like fall asleep by 10. Um, <laughs> so I am in You must sleep good though because you don't have like that blue light. Right. I'm yeah. like physically in bed reading at nine o'clock. That's normally my, my schedule. Okay. Um, so I at least get an hour. Um, so I bring books with me. So like if I'm waiting somewhere, I pull it out and I'm reading. Like I have a car book. I pull it out and I'm reading um, rather than like checking my phone, which like sometimes I do scroll. Mm-hmm. I love I love the Instagram scroll. But I'm, I've been trying to be more mindful about it. And so like now I'm just like, nope, time to read a chapter. Just get one done. Like so I do that. And then the weekend, now that I'm looking for work, I have been reading a lot. <laughs> So I like do my homework, make sure that's done, maybe do some chores, which of course I'm like listening to books while I'm doing the chores. And then 
I have like I walk Leia, make sure she's all taken care of. And then I sit outside if it's nice and I will be out there for like three or four hours just reading. It's really the best. Yeah. Can you finish a book in that time? Um, probably close. Probably the- close. Also, yeah, like like I said, it depends on the book. Like if I'm fully invested, like I will not move and I'm like. Kind of like a Harry Potter book. Like uh, first yeah. time running through, you're like I'm reading the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember reading the seventh book yeah. and like when the war is starting and like everything's going down. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's like, it's been out for like 15 years. <laughs> like, In case you haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but people get hurt and maybe die. And maybe I... a certain someone shows up that shouldn't be named. <laughs> like, Spoilers. Like, yeah. Um, man, when, when the war... like to the seventh book? <laughs> what? I thought he died. Um... When I got to the the war part, I stayed up and I was like crying on my couch. And like Dan came home because like of course he had like a restaurant job at the time. This is back in Potsdam, and he comes home and like I'm like on this like little love seat like fully into it and like just crying. And like I would have to stop every once in a while because like I can't see because I'm crying. Oh man, it was a time. He was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "My favorite character." <laughs> You want to do well with Game of Thrones. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I love Game of Thrones. Oh, I always tell people, like, Game, like, Game of Thrones, they may not make the next episode. Oh, man. Like, yeah, but they're a main character. I'm like, they may not make the that next episode. That first season messed me up. And, like, so Joel owned it. And so we all lived together for a summer. Um, this is, like, in between some college years. And actually, that's when I first met Carrie, too. And uh, we binged it in, like, a week. Like there were a couple days where we would watch a few episodes like in a day and then we would like go for a walk to like be outside and cause it's the summer and I would like just be singing the dun 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 dun. <laughs> Dan's like, I think we've made a mistake. <laughs> like this is becoming your life. I've read the first two um, books. I was going to wonder, have you, how many books are there? Five? There yes. More. Cause he hasn't finished the books. No. And he's like sitting on two of them, I believe. Yeah. He's I've, old. Yeah, and I'm so nervous that he's just going to try to play to, like, what everyone wants, and that's, like... Well, the problem is because they already put the series out, and now he's got the people, that series was good or not good, or the ending was... Right. Did you finish the series? Oh, yeah. So, I, I'm still on, like, not the last season, the second episode of the episode prior to the last season. Okay. If that makes sense. Probably episode, yeah. like, seven? I think I'm in uh, season seven, episode two. Okay. For some reason, I just, like... Started to try to... I powered through number six. I watched one of number seven. Can you tell me what's happening? <sighs> I'm just not going to say anything. The last... <laughs> the, no, one of the last episodes I remember was King's Landing got blown up. Oh. Spoiler alert. Great episode. I think that was the final episode of season six. So good. Season seven started out, and I think it was the origin of Hodor. Oh, man. Which is a sad ending to the show. Oh, man. And then that... I think was the last episode that I watched and it was like Arya was like like traveling on like a river and it was like really like a darkish bluish kind of like vibe going on and I don't know where she was and it was like the guy with no eyes yeah. really had like no eyes and like people were like the sword guy and he was fighting but he was like really like an old person or young person I don't know it was like weird um, that whole thing was kind of the last Kind of what I last remember. I think if I picked it up now, because it was a few years back, if I picked it up now and watched it, I would still be able to like intertwine oh, yeah. most of the characters. 
Um, I kind of want to watch the final episodes, but I have a hard time watching shows. My wife wanted me to get into Ted Lasso, which is like... I haven't watched that yet. Everybody like raves about it. And he's I've like heard an really English good soccer things. coach. And yeah. I remember like six or seven years ago, it came out like a little spoof that they did. Him doing this with uh, with a... Not the team in the movie, but I think it was with Tottenham. And he did like this spoof about being the coach. And then I remember when it came out, like Ted Lasso, I'm like, Ted Lasso, that was like a like a YouTube clip like SNL did like years ago, which obviously like they turned, SNL's turned a bunch of stuff in, but I don't think it was SNL. I think it was like NBC Sports did like a spoof on it. Cute. And it turned into like a full-fledged series. And do you have a TV in your room? No. I refuse. Dan wants one really bad. I've never had a TV in my room in my life. And we got a TV like handed down to us like last week. And we're like, oh, go put it in the basement. I'm like, I wonder just for, just for fun, would it fit on my, my, your dresser? dresser. Cause like, you know, (laughs) girls typically have the the long short one and the guys have the tall narrow one. So it's tall narrow one. I'm like, let's see what it fits. It's like barely here to the point where I'm like, I'm like, just don't touch it. I'm like, this thing, like, it's got grip because, like, this might shake off in an earthquake. So it's up there. There's, like, big screen TV that's probably about the size of this board. And it's, like, okay. sitting on the wall, like, on this dresser next, like, right in front of us. And I was like, I just want to experience, like, what a movie would be like, like, in bed where you could just, like, shut it off and go to bed. Super comfortable. It's got to be. And I've never, I'm 31. I've never experienced this in my life. I've never had a TV in my room. And, uh, we tried to watch Ted Lasso. It was 30-minute episodes. I watched the first one. Did you fall asleep? Not the first one. Okay. That was like four nights ago, five nights ago, maybe. Yeah. Six nights ago. It was a while ago. Watched the other one last night. About 10 minutes in, I was like, like, I'm keeping my, I'm like, it's only a half hour. And I was kind of like dozing off and watching it. And then my wife was talking to me. I'm like, she's like, you don't even like it. I'm like, no, no, it's good. I like, <laughs> like it. I love it. She goes, it. it's so funny. And I'm like, I'm honestly like half falling asleep right now. <laughs> Good thing, like, it's a com- good thing it's a comedy and it's only a half hour because right. it's like a series, like a, like a Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh, it. you wouldn't be able to follow no, it. No, I'd fall asleep. But um, yeah, so that's me. That's our like rewatching TV at night. But so you read. So through, I mean, you read every single day, but you're not like a psychotic reader. It's not like it's not like you wake up in the morning, read an hour, like between like eating lunch, you read. It's like. No. Okay. Um, I like, I'm like, she reads so much. That <laughs> when is like, there's 24 hours in a day. She sleeps. She obviously has like responsibilities. Like when does she actually like have time to just read that many books? <laughs> Which I don't, but this is the thing. You right. can do anything. It's just what you prioritize. Right. I will say like, for the most part, I used to really like love TV shows. Like I love binging them. For the most part, if I'm watching TV, I'm with Dan and we're having dinner. Like now when I get home, I don't, sit and watch tv i'm reading like if i if i have that time i'm gonna be reading um i mean i love movies i do love tv shows still like we're watching community i love that show okay is that the one with chevy chase yeah he's not the best though but yeah (laughs) because i it's an old movie he's like old yeah he's always thinking like he's like obviously like yeah maxing out probably his acting days yeah i would say so the first four seasons were super strong we're on the sixth season and i'm just trying to finish it i'm just trying to finish it are you, like, an, are you an office person? No, I can't do it. I've tried so many times. You've never seen it? Dan's sister Amanda like really wants me to be into it. I've tried for her. I've tried. I. How many episodes have you seen? I've probably sat through like seven, 
episodes. It's just not for me. It's all right. Next topic. Oh. <laughs> you like you need to look leave. Up, so look over your Goodbye. shoulder. I got that, and then look over your other shoulder, and I got a whole like office like oh like God. shelf. <laughs> so like, I'm just missing the gel. The, like the I'm, actually, I'm not even gonna say what I'm missing because Dan will probably do it. So no. I will. I will tell you. I'm not good with sarcasm, and that's that whole show. I think I feel like you have sarcasm. No, like I can do a little bit, but if it's if like that's the whole thing, I like my brain stops understanding. Like if you're if are you kidding? Are you serious? Like what is happening? Like I worked at Target, and like <laughs> there was a bunch of people there that would like say things, and I I. I was like the gullible person. I was like, oh my gosh, like really? And they were like, no, I was kidding. Like I didn't get it. Because Dan's sarcastic. Yeah. I, I mean, we've definitely had some conversations about it. I'm like, you have to be a little nicer. <laughs> Dan will say some stuff too. And I'm like, wait, is he, that's the truth or not? And then he kind of like will like smirk and be like, all right. Just, I will say like, I can, I can do like, cause he does like the, like the straight, comedy like he like tries to keep a straight face and like says things he like, did it with that's, Joel yeah the whole time. I like, like i can do that it's it's when it gets like malicious like michael scott just seems malicious to me and i just can't it's i'm like i don't really like mean people <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my all-time favorite show it's I'm like so sorry it's, no it's, <laughs> i'm like it's just it's like you always find those niches like people are like oh you should watch like 30 rock no you should watch friends i'm like nope you should watch uh parks and rec nope like i just i'm not like anything else i have like a show and i've watched it so many times like i've and that's your comfort i've probably seen every episode like 30 times because it's just wow but it's like background noise like if i put something on like if i get the random chance and i'm like cooking dinner and like kids aren't watching a show or something's not going on like i might just like sneak on a couple episodes of the office and just let it play in the background not watch it like literally turn it on turn it around go do something else and come back and like right because it's just like you know the whole you know everything oh yeah like but um that's how i am with mary poppins i know exactly what's happening no matter the where movie it is. yeah mary poppins was it was a movie not yeah. a tv show right the movie you're talking about the julie andrews one yeah the original yeah um like Didn't if they i do a remake with emily blunt yes i haven't seen that yet also because i'm nervous i love emily blunt but like that's my childhood yeah i get nervous there was a few times when they remade stuff like especially when they try to come back and they try to remake something that was a classic you yeah know? so Sandlot, Sandlot 2, eh. There was also, um, like, some of them were classics, like Home Alone 2. Like, good. Still good, like, yeah. Yeah, still good. But you get, um, like, Lion King 2, because my kids were in Lion King. Like, I don't remember how that I kind of remember the episode, but I'm like, it's not Lion King. It's like, yeah. they're spinning off. It's still Timon and Pumbaa, but not the same. And then um, there's a few other ones. I'm trying to think of TV shows that were, like, remakes. I'm like, why did they, like, either. Oh, my gosh, like, they're doing that with everything. There's yeah, a new like Gossip a, Girl. Oh, really? It's like when they remake... So, actually, like, Fuller House was one. Yeah, I, I didn't watch I watched Fuller House, and I was like, I'm like, they're bringing Full House back. I'm like, awesome. And watched every episode, like, great. Was it good? So, the first episode was awesome, because they had the same house. Aww. And the premise was the oldest daughter, DJ, now had three kids, and her middle sister which was stephanie came back to help her out she was kind of like the middle sister like no family just single like sister right then kimmy gibbler the the neighbor would came back and she was part of it and the olsen twins never came back so they never had like michelle but it was funny 
in the series, the first episode, uh, Uncle Jesse, Uncle Danny, or uh, Danny, Uncle um, Joey, and Beck, uh, Rebecca Donaldson, they were all back in it. Aww. And in the first one, I'm like, oh my God, this is like reunion? my childhood reunion. They all look kind of the same. They all acting kind of the same. Yeah. And then what happened was there were some episodes throughout the series where none of them were in it. And there were some episodes in the series where one of them, like Jesse, so it's just different. Yeah, like John Stamos would come back for like one episode and be like, "Oh, Uncle Jesse's here!" And then of course the crowd's like, "Woo!" And then and then it might be like, Dan- uh, "Dad's coming," and it's Danny. But they they only did one or two all together. Yeah. Um. So the nostalgia was there, but then I think I realized how cheesy the show was, and like I I, tr- I really tried to watch the first season. I think I did. They might be on a couple seasons now. Right. Like it's just not for me. Oh man, it I've was been, cheesy. I've been doing this thing where I I re-listen to those albums that like I really loved in high school, like music, okay. and some of them are not great anymore. And, and I was like, wow, I was like fully into this. <laughs> just the music itself. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, well, because I, I want to talk about music, but I want to go back to when you grade a book. Oh. One yes. star to five star. Yes. That's your grading scale, right? Yes. Um. Do you give half stars? Sometimes. Why did you pick? Is one star to five stars in book reviewing like a very common unit of measurement? So I use this site called Goodreads. Okay. There's also an app and it's really great. And that's how I track my books. Um, okay. And I love it. And so they do the five star. like, And you can like have a little review under it. And so like you have all of your, your book friends. And like most people that have a bookstagram, they have a good read so like you can follow them and see like oh they made it to this page like you can do little updates or you can just be oh, like okay. you're like oh this is going to be like a do not finish like goodbye um so one star is like i hated it do not read this like no okay <laughs> three stars is i liked it it's good it was good for what three it was. stars three stars okay so two is like i didn't like it but it was like it wasn't awful. Like like some I, people could like it. Yeah. Some okay. people could like it. I don't want to like burn it. You know, like I read it obviously like Fahrenheit I got four, through. Fahrenheit 411. Is it 411? Fahrenheit 411? Fahrenheit. It's a book? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it is. Did you read that one? Yes. And I loved it. That's when it. they burned all the books and people had to memorize the books. Because yes. of the apocalypse. Yeah. I read that in high school. I loved that. That's on this my shelf. It was a very sci-fi book back in the day. Yeah. I have that on my shelf. Man, the number's going to kill me I now. I think it's four, Fahrenheit 411. Four, 11. Fahrenheit 411? Fahrenheit 411? That sounds right. I think so. Catch 22? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that's one to three. Four stars is, oh my gosh, I love this, but it like didn't hit me in the feels. Okay. Five stars is like, I will be talking about this book forever. I cried like this is a part of my soul now. How many books get the exclusive five star? Not that many. Like, could you count how many books you've given a five star to? I mean, I mean, probably like overall a lot because I read a lot. <laughs> but I will say, like, the last like eight. No, I would even say probably the last like fifteen books that I've read. There's only one five star. So you're very, very exclusive with that. I try to be. I used to not be. I'd be like, yeah, I liked it, five stars. <laughs> but like now that I'm like fully like tracking my reading, yeah, no, I'm I'm more picky about it. So. um so I would, I'm assuming that there's a lot of like three and four stars because you're picking the book and probably have some type of 
background on the book before you pick it. Right. Yeah. Or like you want to read it. So you already know it's kind of made the preliminary like cat might like this. Right. Like if I for like the Kindle Unlimited, if Mm -hmm. I know like, oh, I liked this author, I'm going to download that one. So like I have a genuine like a general idea that I'm going to enjoy. Is there some book that you picked like, oh my God, I love it. One star. That happened. Or is that usually like book club where like one of your friends recommended? Like it's not really, not to throw them under the bus, but like it's just not my kind it of book. It was awful. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Sarah. It sucked. <laughs> just name drop them. But hopefully there's no uh. Sarah in your group. <laughs> Sound like a common name I could just say. No, there's no Sarah. Um, so uh, recently I read two Colleen Hoover books. I love Colleen Hoover. I I gave five stars to her book, Verity, which is like a thriller romance, but like mostly thriller. Like you're waiting for the shoe to drop the entire time. You're like, what is happening? There's like three twists. You're like, Wah! so loved. That was five stars. I was like, I am in it. Like, and I'm still messed up from it. Like anyone who reads it, I'm like, what do you think happened? Like, cause it leaves off at a thing where you're just like, wait, what was real? Um, so good. So I read, the last two Colleen Hoover books that I read, I gave like one star. No, I think the last one I gave two stars because I was like, well, I I read it. I I only rate the ones that I actually finish. So if I don't finish it, I'm not going to rate it. So how many books do you? How many books do you not finish? I would and say. How far through the book are you before you scrap it? Oh, it depends, man. I tried to read um, this book called The Library Book by Susan something. I got halfway through. I was halfway through it, and I was like, this is not for me. And I put that down. Do you ever worry that the book could surprise you? Like, if you were to just, like, grind it out and finish it, you'd be like, oh, thank God I didn't put this book down. Cause it, like, oh, 100%. Um, Where the Crawdad Sings. My wife just that, read that. That did that to me. She like just read that. Like a, the first half, stuff. I was like, what is happening? Why is there so much hype about this book? And then, like, that's a five-star for me. Like, Really? My and wife it, loved it. Oh, yeah. man. I will forever think about it. They're making a movie. Oh, really? Um, she just read something about nine, not nine strangers. Nine, nine perfect strangers? Yes. That, that one's really good, too. So she just read that. So I've been picking up and dropping off books at the pub, at the Plasma Public Library, yeah. like probably weekly, maybe Love every it. other week, because she's starting to get into reading, because she reads before bed to go to bed, like, yeah. makes her fall asleep, to the point where I'm like, hey, do you want to like hang out? And she's like, I want to go start my book. I'm like, okay, go start oh your book. God. So she'll sit there with her, like, her little reading light. Um, so Kindle might be a good thing. I don't, I gotta, I gotta like, na- like slowly drop, like, like, so would you ever read on a Kindle? Cause it'd be a good, a good like Christmas Dan gift. Dan tried to get me to read on a Kindle forever. So he's a Kindle and, guy. And I was like, no, no, I love physical books. I love smelling them, like touching them. Like I love having them on my shelf, yeah. like love. Um, and then I don't know what changed, but I think, I think having a house and realizing no, Katrina, you can't put all your books out because you don't have enough space. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> so then, yeah, I want to say it was like right when we moved in, he got me the Kindle. Or maybe right before it. I don't know. It was that year. Have you ever read East of Eden? I have not. So East of Eden was by John Steinbeck, which John Steinbeck also wrote Grapes of Wrath, which is also like a I classic. read that one, yeah. So Grapes of Wrath... I looked at the size of that book. It was like, I think my junior year, I had a lot of classes. I was playing sports and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to read this. I just know, like I know myself, I read too slow. Like it's not going to happen. I read the first book, first page or chapter page, first chapter. It started describing a turtle 
It described a turtle on the side of the road. And it went so descriptive no. that I literally went, I am not reading this book. <laughs> and I ended up proceeding to go on all the internet sites. Because this was like back when like internet was now like slowly coming out. Like yeah. I couldn't like just go on Wikipedia and read it. Oh my God. And I remember reading through every, and the big deal was like, you got to find a website that's in detail because the teacher will ask you questions about the chapter to make sure you read it. Oh my so God. you always, everybody was like comparing notes, like, no, you have to go on this chapter. It gets really detailed to the point where you could read like a 30 page chapter and probably like two oh pages of synopsis. And a John Steinbeck book spends like, I, I'm critical. Obviously he's like a very famous, whatever novelist. Right. Um, I'm very critical of him because I'm like, my favorite book of all time is The Great Gatsby. Oh, I love that Great one. The Great Gatsby is 180 pages, 210 pages. It's so about good. About 200 pages. But F. Scott Fitzgerald, in that book, there's not one wasted word in that book. Because that guy went through that whole book, wrote this fin- like phenomenal book, and every single sentence, paragraph, word. Everything has meaning. Just meant a meaning and carried the story. And if he didn't have to descri- over-describe something, he didn't. It just said, we're an East egg. And it's like... Off in the Long Island Sound and on our way. I'm like, great. I can kind of picture Long Island. Let's do it. Right. John Steinbeck will be like, yeah, so like the grass over there was like a, oh, like a, you know, a certain color of green. And then the dirt, the mold, <laughs> the worm that came out of the dirt. And meanwhile, the car, I'm like, yo, John, what's going on, man? Just say it was a sunny day in New York and we're just rolling. So that was my critical things. He spent so much time describing stuff, which is a skill. I get it. Right. My mind is just like, I got to go. So East of Eden, I wanted to read it because Ellie, who uh, works here, and she was like, hey, I want you to, um, you know, I read this book all the time. It's my favorite book. I'm like, East of Eden, great. I'll read it. I started, I started over COVID. 600-page book, very small writing, John Steinbeck. So I'm prefacing as like, this is going to take forever You're like, to I'm read. probably not going to be into this. Started reading it. It is a John Steinbeck book. It's like talking about Salinas, California. Talking about the like the mountains and the trees and the grass and the meadows and like they everything. They want you to have the same picture that is in his head. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm like Salinas, California. Gotcha. Let's go to the next thing. Like, so there wasn't a lot. Like the the storyline didn't really develop, and it just kept dragging on and dragging on and dragging on. And it started to get good. I was like, okay, now we're getting some dialogue. I'm like that's a big deal in his books. Like we're actually talking, so it kind of moved a little faster. Right. 600 pages i think i'm on page 450 and i've been on page 450 since probably like may of 2020 you can it's through it. it's sitting no i mean i haven't even touched it since it's i read 400 pages <laughs> it's sitting if you look at my bedroom right now nightstand on the bottom shelf of my nightstand there's only one book there it is east of eden it's just waiting i have not opened it since i think may of 2020 and i got to pay i'm like 150 pages less left and i remember doing it i was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it before I have to go back to work. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Didn't do it. So that's been sitting there. I've read a few books since, like some like business books. I got a book, The Four Agreements. Have you read The Four Agreements? Yes. So it's on my actually my desk right now, and where you see the bookmark, I read that in a day. Oh yeah. I have not read it since. That's really good though. You're well, like halfway through. Yeah, but it's fifty. It's like very big wording. It's easy. Like I read that probably in an hour. Like for me, I was like. But like those are big ideas though. Like that's good. Like I like that kind of book, but I should force myself to read like some fiction books just to like escape. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's like controversial. Okay. You should only read books that you enjoy. I know, but I do like Great Gatsby's fictional. I enjoy it. Yeah. And there's some other books that I enjoy, and I read them typically quicker because I do like the storyline. But I'm always like, man, if I'm gonna read a book, I gotta read a book that's like bringing knowledge and not like 
it's so in my head i'm always like i gotta see so you're making the boundaries yeah like okay. i gotta learn i can't enjoy it right i mean i can enjoy it through learning right. but i can't just like not like if i read a book and it's like is that a fiction book I another book you're reading part of my hearse oh this is this is a memoir okay so okay so it's like but if you're to say if i wanted to like read the great gatsby and i was just reading it I know I'm reading a story and I'm reading for like entertainment purposes versus right. I'm trying to pick up a like nuggets of like that book would be enjoyment for, for agreements, but I'm like trying to learn something. Right. You're gaining something. Yeah. I'm trying to gain a knowledge. Like I have a ton of books up there. I'm like, Oh my God, that would be like, I have like a biography on Ben Franklin. I have a biography on the impossible climb, which is about um, Alex Honnold who climbed up the mountain, basically free solo, meaning he didn't. Have you ever seen that movie? That insane. is You ever wild. seen a documentary on that? No. Oh, your hands will sweat. I yeah, no, I would probably you just climb like up El Capitan my... with nothing, a bag of chalk and some shoes. I don't understand how humans do that. It's wild. And he like did it fast, and the whole they did they did like this whole thing going up to it, and he just like and he climbed up this scaled a mountain like Spider Man. Oh my gosh! And like so that's a book on it, and like when you watch the movie, your hands are just like sweating, and I'm like I'm not even doing anything. I'm I would sitting be on my biting couch. my nails. It's called Free Solo. It's about an hour and a half documentary. His name's Alex Honnold. But blows my mind. So I have that kind of book. And then I like Mark Berry. I don't know if you know him, local guy. He wrote a book, historical fiction, historical romance fiction. You might actually like his books. Ooh. Mark Berry, local, local guy. He, he lived here for many, many years. He's down in Florida now. Okay. Um, he's on the podcast. But he, uh, he gave me one of the books. Uh, and it usually centers around like some kind of war, like a civil war or revolutionary war. I'll have you look at it before you leave. Okay. Um, and uh, that one would be more entertainment. So right. it's like, so I always got to like pick and choose. I have the original Great Gatsby book, Tremoclio, which was the original version of the book that he wrote. And there's actually a couple chapters that aren't the same that made the, f- the final book. That's cool. Because he changed it to the Great Gatsby and he had a bunch of different titles for the <laughs> book. Like I'm a nerd about it. I, one of my I li- love this. Yeah, one of my librarians back in the day really got me into it. Because he was, he was excited. It was his favorite book. He got us all excited. And then I read it. I'm like, this book's incredible. I saw the movie a bunch so of times. So what's different? I, I have not read the old version Okay. Yet. I bought it over COVID. I'm been so sitting on my curious. shelf. Have you read Great Gatsby? Yeah. You can borrow it if you want. You're, you can grab any book off the shelf and read it if you want. It's right there, Tremacchio. If you want to read it, you, I'll so give you both. Right? Just, you can You can loan out of the Galen Library, Great Gatsby, <laughs> so and Trem- I think it's called Tremacchio. It's okay. the earlier version of The Great Gatsby. Some are similar, some are not. And it's this like is fascinating. the unedited version of The Great Gatsby. Did you know that he like stole stuff from his wife? Zelda. Yeah. Zelda Fitzgerald. She like was... stole like ideas? Yeah. Like she would journal and like that's how he wrote a lot of his stuff. Did they? They stayed together all the way through? Yes. But then he put her in a mental institution. <laughs> okay. I, was, I knew there was something weird because there's also <laughs> some stuff about her and him. Right. And... One of my favorite movies of all time had both of them in there was, um, I'm going to butcher it, um, Midnight in Paris. Love. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Loved. If Midnight in Paris comes on, it has no, it's a very like, it's like a historical romance kind of movie. That's good. You do it. Ooh. ooh that was, ooh. I have some water. sound effect there. Hey. Um, Sponsored by Pellegrino. Uh, so, the uh, did you hear Dan's ad read? Oh my god! I was like, I can't believe you did that. And I love how he was like, yeah, no, you can tell we didn't practice that. I was like, oh. And my I was sitting there god. like, I thought you practiced that. <laughs> that was spot on. Uh, but the uh, Midnight in Paris—that's a movie. 
there's two there's a few movies that they come on I will sit down and I will just try to do I will punt anything I'm doing and just watch them at midnight in Paris and catch me if you can ooh oh, catch love. me if you can I, it love. might be my all time favorite movie that's really great yeah uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is my favorite actor of all I time. I love Leo. And then he's with Tom Hanks, and just the storyline is kind of like conniving so and well a little paced. thriller. Yeah, and it got like the music, and it's kind of like there's a lot of a, uh, um, like, just that kind of like little bits of comedy sprinkled in. That got turned into a musical too. It did. Yeah, it's really good. Really, highly recommend. Is there a way that I could watch it without going to the theater? I can hook you up. But I mean, like. <laughs> Like with the ticket to the theater or talking about like the movie? Like. Why did Jackie say this yesterday? I wasn't all of it. <laughs> um, I can get you footage of, 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 of them the acting. Like footage. Yeah. Is, is that one? No, but I'm saying have they made it into a video. Well, I don't know. I do not or know. Or a DVD or a DVD. Like a, a legal streaming? version? A streaming I, I version? Know. Like, you know, like Hamilton like came out on oh Disney+. Oh my God. Plus. Beautiful. Did you watch Hamilton? Yes. Oh no, did you not like it? You're making a face. So, so Hamilton, everybody's like, ah, Hamilton's great. Now, Grim, I will preface this with, I started at nine o'clock at night. Oh, you were nine already asleep. At, nine o'clock at night, Galen's life is not very like full there. I'm pretty much fried by that point in time. We had to put the kids down. We had to do the cleanup. And then it's like, I was like, you want to start Hamilton? It's long too. Well, I know. So the first scene comes out. I love the first scene. I've heard the song. It's great. They do the whole, like the whole, yeah. whole rap thing. Then they get the second scene. And it's good. He's rapping. I'm trying to hear the words. I'm trying to understand the words. I can't understand the words. I wish I could have like the script with me. Like the I gotta say, I watched it with sub subtitles. It was awesome. Oh, because I read yeah. it. Why did I just do that? God, I'm dumb. But okay, that's smart. That's a good move. Um, so I started zoning out probably by the third or fourth scene, and I got to this intermission, and I didn't finish it. <laughs> that's okay. So I give it a two. Oh my star. gosh! But you you heard uh, satisfied. I will never be satisfied. That's the end of the first act. Oh, no. <laughs> I did because I got through the first act. Do I remember it? No. Oh, that's, that's, my, that's my fave. Oh, that's... I, just, I, I, gotta, I know I got to go back and watch it because I think everybody, like if, if, if millions of people love it, it's got to be, like, be good. I just don't think I, I watched it in the right state of mind. Right. I also watched, have you ever seen The Imitation Game? That's on my list. I have not yet. That's with Cumber... Yep, Benedict Cumberland. Cumberland Benedict. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Eggs Benedict, that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So, yes. (laughs) The tall dude. Whatever you said was right. (laughs) So, we went to watch it again late at night. This was pre-kids, so I don't know why this happened, but it was late at night, like probably like a 7, 8 o'clock showing. We started watching it, and it was like, I think like the German War or something. This is in the theaters? You went to the theaters? Okay. Probably one of the last times I went to the theaters. I think the last time I actually went to the theaters was to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't even see that. And I want great. to. I oh, love great. Queen. Love it. I absolutely love Queen. So this, we're sitting there watching it. Yes. And all of a sudden, I'm like kind of dozing in and out. I fall asleep. My wife falls asleep. Oh, no. There's like six couples in this whole theater. One like kind of like kitty corner to us. One over here. A couple on the other side. We, I wake up during the credits. Oh, no. I fell asleep probably about an hour in. I woke you up during the it. credits. I turned to her. She was sleeping on my shoulder. And I like woke her up. And she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I said, I just slept through the movie. She goes, me too. We never watched it. We literally slept through half the movie. We just like, and I felt, I don't know if it's a good movie. 
I just know it was like it was such a slow start, and we were just sitting there like. So I have a hard time focusing through movies because I just get really tired. Right. And kind of like the dragging everything back together, like like Steinbeck of over. It's almost like Quentin Tarantino movie because he just does like the slow drip, like two hour. Right. And then like this is like not that good. In the last twenty minutes, he's just like bam, bam. Oh my god, it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. You're like everything's on purpose. Have you ever seen a lot? I've asked everybody this. Have you seen What's Upon a Time in Hollywood? So you asked this about Jackie? Yeah, she said no. I hadn't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, won't say anything. I know I need to. Also, like my mom does not like Tarantino movies. It's very graphic, very gory. Because also she hates swearing. Oh yeah. And I'm like. Well, you're never going to watch this. Yeah. She watched it and she was like, Katrina, you have to watch this. I was like, what? Which one? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, uh, I mean, Robbie. the dream team. Such beautiful creatures. Like, what? Leonardo DiCaprio, like, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. He plays Babe. an old country western. Basically, an old country western guy from the 60s that was on a TV sitcom. Or TV sitcom. TV, like, spaghetti western. And is trying to like reinvent himself as an actor in the movies because he wants to still be relevant. Right. And then Brad Pitt is like stunt double. Oh my god. And Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. And I love Margot Robbie. She's so oh, beautiful. Yeah, I, she's one of my celebrity crushes. Oh, her, my, uh, her, and Mila Kunis. I always say Mila Kunis is Mila Kunis. Love her too. My I god. Think it's an eye thing. They got the same uh, eyes and like dark eyes. So and, beautiful. Yeah, but that movie. <laughs> Is the same thing, like two hours, like, I don't know where this is going. And all of a sudden, like the last 20 minutes, your just mind gets like, Oh, man. So put it on your, your, your put it ahead of Imitation Game. Because Imitation okay. Game, you'll fall Because well, you don't know. You don't I know actually don't know the ending. Not. So I would give that a two star because I hated it. But someone might like it. I would say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if I had to grade it, I would say it's in like the four and a half category. See, I can't. Okay. I'd say four. What's your favorite movie of I all say time? Four, if I had to jump, um, for different reasons, um, I love the Once Upon a Time in or not Once Upon a Time. Catch me if you can. Um, oh right, right, you did say that. I love that. Um, a lot of these would be Leonardo DiCaprio. I love Wolf of Wall Street. So good. I love also Margot Robbie. Yes, I love her. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, I really like um, Gladiator. Dan just showed that to me like two weeks With ago. Russell Crowe? Yeah. Oh, that's one movie where I could stop and watch. Also, beautifully shot. Love it. The scenes where he's like laying down and the ground is moving. I was like, this is the coolest thing oh, I've ever seen. Sequences? Yes. Yeah. So it's good. It's a very like, like you start watching. It's a very like dense movie. I would say we're going to go for out of 10 stars. I would say eight out of 10 for me. I don't know why I just changed the whole Okay, so you just double. Gambit. So I just yeah. I actually when she said eight, I just I said divide by two, so it's a four. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I I would give it a four. I think Gladiator for me is a five. That'd it's, be a f- it's a five for Dan too. Yeah, like I he's love fully That's into one it. Of my, That's one of my all time favorites. Um, Russell Crowe is incredible. I really like The Patriot with Mel Gibson. A very similar contrast. It will. Cut him. Did they cut him? No, that's Braveheart. Just kidding. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, yeah. Not William Wallace. He's uh, he plays. Um, I forgot his name in I forgot his name in that movie. So he plays um like the Patriot because I really learned a lot about the Revolutionary War as a kid and I love that time period. So the Patriot was kind of like the was kind of like Gladiator kind of like Braveheart just set in the Civil, or the uh, Revolutionary War. Okay. So Patriot I really liked had actually had Heath Ledger in it. 
there's a church that goes on fire. Yes. 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 I love that yeah. one. Yes. I mean, not that the not that people are burning. You know, I I but love that. Is the movie. a scene. Yes. Yep. So okay. that one. Yes, I have Gladiator, seen that. Catch me if you can. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, there's probably a few other Leonardo DiCaprio movies sprinkled in there that I really right, enjoyed. Right. Um, those are from like dramas. I oddly like The Perfect Storm, but I don't. Th- it wouldn't be up in that classic. It had um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, George Clooney. They were fishermen off the coast of Cape Cod, Nantucket. Oh, I've never heard of back this. in like 2000. Um, Perfect Storm. There's a couple other characters in there. Um, that was really good. Lawless is really good. Lawless with the the Bonnerant brothers or something. That's the one with Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, bootlegging back in I believe Virginia. You might like that, uh, Virginia Times, and that was about bootleggers. That came out probably like twenty twelve ish. Okay, um, I'm writing these down. <laughs> that was really good. Um, and then, man, I feel like there's a bunch that I'm like. Like people are screaming like this movie. One I probably haven't seen it. There's like a lot of movies. When I was like, "Have you seen that?" I'm like, "I haven't seen it." Like, full disclosure, I haven't seen it. like people were like, "The Godfather." I've not seen The Godfather. I haven't either. Full disclosure, but I would love to. Um, I have a bunch of cues like in the queue of like old movies. I'm right. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. Oh yeah. I can't. But um, those are up there. What about you? Anything that like, jumps out? So favorite movie of all time. You have a, a definite. Yes, and it's Romeo and Juliet with Leo and Claire Danes. That was a good one. I also directed by Baz Luhrmann, who directed, who's my favorite, who directed The Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's my favorite. He's my favorite director. So I should put in The Great Gatsby with Leo and so Tobey Maguire and um, um, Michelle Williams. Yes, Play Daisy. so good. Yes. So have you read? Have you read? Wow, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. No. <laughs> have you watched um, another Baz film, um, Moulin Rouge? Because I feel like if you like both of those, I you would be into it. I don't think I... I don't want to say I didn't. I want to... I feel like I have, but it'd be one of those movies if I started to watch it and I right. saw some of the scenes, like, oh my God, yeah, I've seen this. Ewan McGregor. So good. His voice is just like... Oh. That was, he was that in was uh, Angels and Demons, too. Dan Brown book. Have you read any Dan Brown books? I haven't. They're on the shelf literally waiting for me. Because Dan read them and like loved them, and he was like, "This is right up your alley. You love art history. Like, what yes. are you doing?" And yeah. art history thriller, yeah. conspiracies. I love all of that. So back up really quick. Forrest Gump's in there too. Oh yeah, Forrest Gump, big Forrest Gump guy. So also a really long movie. Long movie, great lines. Oh, I have one more. You ready? And this is Christmas, and Christmas that, means that, everything to that, me. That, uh, wait, so, wait, I'm going internally. I'm going through my favorite Christmas movies. Go. Okay. Favorite of all time? It's a Wonderful Life. Favorite all-time movie? Of, of Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life for me is in my top three. Okay. I'll give you my background on It's a Wonderful Life. So I actually have the Wonderful Life. I was gifted it, I think, by my parents, of the version in color. Ooh. Which I have never watched because to me... It's black and white. It's a black and white movie. I don't think I've ever seen the color one. They came out, they remastered it or did something, and they actually show it in color, which would be kind of cool, but it's DVD. I can't watch it now, so I'll just stream it. <laughs> My favorite all-time movie when I was a kid was absolutely A Christmas Story. And I would say, from nostalgia's sake, it's probably still my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. My second favorite, which might be on the borderline of my most favorite now because I quote it 
from November through December and oftentimes throughout the year is Christmas vacation. Nice. Like constantly. Classic. Last year I wore a Griswold uh, hockey jersey. Oh my God. Blackhawk hockey jersey. Um, and then number three is It's a Wonderful Life because The Wonderful Life comes on. I only watch it one time a year and I actually never watch it all the way through. Is that It comes on typically at 8 o'clock on Christmas Eve every, every year. Oh my and God, where say, do you stop? I stop around 9.30 and I forget when it is because the reason is my birthday is December 24th. We oh. typically had people come over. So what would happen is, and this happened when I was a kid, we would go to the Christmas Children's Mass at 4 o'clock, which is a real like buzzkill on my birthday. But we went, <laughs> went we would go to the Christmas Mass at 4 o'clock. Catholic. Catholic, yep. Okay. And we would get done at like, we would basically be home by about 5.30. It was about an hour, hour and 10 minutes, and then you'd mingle with some people. It was right, kind of cool. We were like, happy birthday, great. But I'd go home. Then I would go home and just chill and typically wait because my dad was the choir director, and she still is, I think, at the church in Chazy. And he would go back for the vigil or the evening mass at 7. Okay. That one, by the time it finished, my grandparents went to that one, my aunt and uncle, like everybody else went to that one. Then they would come over to our house around nine o'clock after the mass was done, oh my God. and we would have like cake and ice cream for my birthday. So you've like already had a full day. Yeah. So I would get home, and at like, and, and I'm gonna say like when I got a little bit older to appreciate the wonderful life, me and my mom would be home, and I would typically like put a little like Kahlua or Bailey's and some milk, and put on some ice, and just like I would drink that like leading up to like everybody coming over. So I just remember like sitting there, and we might be doing like last minute gift wrapping, but right. we'd watch a wonderful life for about an hour. And then everybody would come over. We would do the presents and everything else. It's a long movie. It's on TV. So it's commercials. Yeah. Then I would pick back up and I would always watch like the last half hour. Okay. So I'd always see like Clarence running through the snow, bloody nose, going home. And daddy, like every time a bell rings. Yeah. So I'd watch like, that's like the main <laughs> scene. I always missed like the middle part. I'd kind of miss it. I always saw the beginning of like, you know, George, when they went down the sled and like, oh, we yeah. didn't go on the sled. His brother, who I forgot his brother's name. You know, you know, that's the reason he's deaf in his left ear. Yeah, and he's still there, and, and like all this stuff, and, and like that's yeah, wonderful. Life top three by far. So good. Yeah. Um, James Bailey. Yeah, yeah. I always, yeah, I always like like there, there's a lot of like good scenes in that too, like when they're dancing and the pool opens. Oh and my fall gosh! In. Like there's just, if it's like old humor, but it holds up. It's so cute. Like you want me to get you the moon, Mary? Like I always see that part too, and he's like, I'll get you the oh. moon, and like bunch of kiss her or something like that. So. The old man on the side so like yep. it's just like a classic like george bailey like just uh who was the actor in that was jimmy uh, stewart yep jimmy stewart yeah and uh was it o'hara who was the the, the female mm, lead? She was i want to say donna man. reed was it it could be i don't know i a quiet man i think was Catherine o'hara but she's irish my, my grandfather was from ireland so like he always liked the irish people like i mean you've got the Oh yeah, I got I got the with the beards like when it starts growing it gets really red, um, <laughs> really red. So, um, so how were you always musical? Ooh, um, I'm switching I'm switching it up because you you pivot. So you you film yourself singing on your Instagram. I should have had you bring something and sing. Can you sing a cappella? Uh, uh, it's okay. You don't have to do it. <laughs> You post on Instagram. More people see it on Instagram. And I know. I was like, I literally posted something last night. That's really funny. Well, I, I think because I saw it. And sometimes I can <laughs> listen to it. Sometimes I don't because if I, if I can listen to it, 
you know what's funny the other day you were you were talking about a book and you put the subtitles on the thing love subtitles but you typed out what you said yes and then posted it because normally i don't have my phone on volume when exactly. i'm watching the story so i have I, to so i yeah. did and i listened to it and i didn't realize until the second screen that what you had in the subtitles was literally what describing what you were saying yeah. and i was sitting there like i've never seen anybody do that i love that and then i was like a brilliant move i like it but <laughs> so you're doing you're playing music and I've multiple times have like been laying in bed and I see you sing and I like click on it and I start listening. I'm like, Gene, Gene, look at this. And like, I literally roll over and I'm like, watch this video. And like, it's just you singing some song and it's That's great. So, kind. so your Thank voice you. is absolutely beautiful. Um, when did you start singing? How often do you sing? Were you in school? Like, did you grow up like music? Oh my gosh. Like self-taught? Were you in classes, lessons? So my mom will say that I cried for three years. Okay. And then after that, I wouldn't stop singing. So I, I would make up my own songs all the time. My mom didn't think that like I was making them up. I was like, who else is writing about iguanas going to the Bahamas? Like, no, that's like, that's my lyrics. Copyright. (laughs) Um, but yeah, my brother, um, had a guitar and he was writing his own music. So I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. He's eight years older than me. Chris Rigsby. He's Adrian Aardvark. You might've seen a, a show around here. He's great. Adrian Aardvark? Adrian Aardvark. Yeah. It's a. Why do I know that name? I mean, he's played a bunch of shows. That's the band. Is yeah, that... yeah, oh. he's super good. Um, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So he got a guitar. He was playing and writing music, and I was like, I want to do that. Like I always, I was always singing. Like the little sister. Like yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I have to, have to do everything that he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Um, but I I was in second grade when I started playing piano, and then I was in middle school, like sixth grade, when my mom got me my first guitar. Okay. And then it's been like that ever since. And like, I should practice. But at this point, it's like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to play a show. So like, I don't feel the need to like really warm up. I don't feel the need to like make sure that everything's like perfect. So like normally when I'm posting, it's like, that's me like noodling around and like just having a good time. Like I posted August by Taylor Swift yesterday and that was the first time I've ever tried to play it. I was just like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> uh, so, so, okay, so when, when you, have you ever performed in front of people? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was in chorus, I was in band, I was in pit band too, um, and jazz band. That's where I met Dan. I was staring at his butt because I was what playing. What's Dan doing? He plays trumpet. Yeah, so he, he was sitting or standing? He was standing, oh. so I got to stare at his butt the nice. whole time. Nice butt, I'm sure. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, so good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I was in the high school acapella group, The Accidentals. Loved that. And then I went to college in Potsdam, and they have Crane School of Music. Um, And I joined um, A-sharp arrangement there. The acapella? Yeah, all female. So you can sing acapella. Yeah. Um, I can also beatbox, too. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I haven't done that in a long time, though. That's been, like, <laughs> years. It's been years. <laughs> yeah. Party so, tricks. <laughs> I guess so. Um, well, you, you literally came out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> you were, like, like not expecting it. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. No, that's great. That was actually really cool. Uh, so, uh, so like, now, if you, like, to picked up a... Like, if I was to say, okay, learn a song-ish. Like, I say learn. But, like, roughly learn it. Right. Like, could you pick it up and pretty quickly get it yeah so with piano 
I can pretty much play chords for anything. Guitar, I kind of like tapped out learning learning new chords. So like if it fits in the chords that I know, solid, solid, I can do it. But if it's like new chords, it's going to take a bit. So you're a chord strummer. Like yes. Just strumming like yeah, rhythm I would, guitar. I would love to be like one of those awesome people who could do like the folk like picking. Like I, that's so beautiful. That's the music that I love. But I don't have the patience. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to learn these chords and just strum it. And But you'll learn like variations of chords, right? Oh, like yeah. You're not just using like, right. you're not using like just C, G, D. Like right. Okay. Yeah. So you'll do like, you'll mix it up a I little bit. I can do the bit. power chords. Like, yeah. Like the Blick 182, just a tin, 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 tin. I can do those, yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when I, was, I I played guitar basically one year. Like really put time into the guitar. And I like I felt I was comfortable like like strumming and jingling on some stuff. Nothing great. Like I wasn't like going to like sing a song. I would get through the whole song. But like I could I could pick up enough of a rhythm. Like, ah, I kind of know the intro. I kind of know this. Like, And it was fun. It was like a, just a mind release. And like you just... Um, and I like to me, it was just like three hours playing guitar goes by like that. Like, oh just yeah, so quick because you're just like, wait, six o'clock already? It's almost like a meditation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, during COVID, my goal was to get back into guitar. I bought like lessons online. Like I followed a program. Like, I'm gonna get good at it. And then I was actually like selfishly wishing that COVID lasted like six months, like off, like not right. working. Not because I don't like working, but because I'm like, I haven't like not worked like ever. It's like a vacation. And I was like, this would be kind of cool. I can just like, not that I didn't want to work, but like, I just want to work at other stuff. Like I want to just like work at getting good at guitar, but that didn't happen. I mean, I got a little bit back into it. I started building up the calluses a little bit and I, then I quickly like stopped. Oh yeah. I, and every time I go downstairs in the And basement, it kind of hurts to, to get back into yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially too, because like my, this always like gets knotted up, this thumb right here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. ah, I gotta like stretch it back out. Um... How often do you play guitar or piano or sing? So I sing every day. Just around the house. Yeah. And I sing to Leia and she loves it and it's really cute. She Does wags her tail. Can Dan sing? Yes. Will he? Probably not. Okay. But yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. He loves. Oh, what is that song called? Do they know it's Christmas time at all? He will sing all of the words. I don't even know all the lyrics. Yeah, it's like. He. Loves that song. So if that thing comes on, he is, he's singing. Really? It's so cute. Yeah. No, but he won't sing in public. <laughs> he's a, he's a Christmas guy. I think everybody is when she's Christmas. Like when the music comes on, you're he likes, the best of he likes to tease me about it. Cause I am Christmas queen okay. forever. Um, it is my jam. And so like he teases me, he loves it. He does. But yeah, that, many, that's his, that's his Christmas how song. How many ugly sweaters do you own? Oh man, I have enough. You got, a, you got a bright sweater. It's not ugly, but it's a bright sweater right now. It matches what you you gifted me today. <laughs> oh, on brand. On brand. <laughs> on brand. Um, It'll be good for the photo later. <laughs> I planned it that way. <laughs> Hair toss. Where's the black eye? <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> baby wipes. Um, I have at least enough to wear a different one for two weeks. That's how many Christmas sweaters I have. And then I have three Christmas dresses, like actual like, themed. Like Miss Frizzle kind of dresses? Yeah. So like one is uh, Mrs. Claus. Like I look like Mrs. Claus. I've got like a gingerbread cookie coming out of my pocket. Um, the other one has little Santas on it. It's velvet. It's like long sleeved. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm fully into it. I love it. 
<laughs> when do you start decorating for Christmas? Oh, man. <laughs> so, Is there a rule in your house of like, cannot start till this day? Dan tries to make those rules, yes. Um, <laughs> he would like it if I would wait until at least Thanksgiving. Yep. Fair. I'm on that, I'm on that train. Gotta say I don't wait that long because like after halloween i'm like okay it's time see there's always then again i love christmas more than any other holiday like my birthday's day before my son's the day of like right you got a lot to celebrate oh we're like big big like your son is day of day of oh my gosh we call it christmas because his name's crew so (laughs) i'm always like when you're born he goes christmas so we celebrate really cute we celebrate christmas in our house but um so big deal but like like the girls here will be like, can we decorate? Like, I'm like, no, it's it's like November 2nd. We're not decorating today. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I think like each year I end up like conceding a couple days. Like every time it's like, yeah, but Thanksgiving falls on like the 28th. And I'm like, okay, you can start decorating on the 23rd. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not doing it. If you guys want to come in on a Sunday and do it, you They're guys... just going to slowly, slowly wear well, you down. Well, then I other friends that like threaten to be like, we're literally breaking into your office and like... November 1st, you will have decorations. That will happen. I got a couple friends that have verbally said, like, no, we're just going to show up. You're not going to know, and you're going to pop, pop in and just be Christmas. Oh, my God. I've had, oh, I've had friends do that. They kind of know how to, like, get in the office. That and, would be my dream. And they just, like, <laughs> decorate. It's almost like when you do pranks on people's cars. Yeah. It's like you walk in your office, and it's just, like, decorated. Like, like, come on. But, I mean, I like it. I do like it. It's just, like, it's not, if it's decorated, it's not a bad thing. If I see decorations, right. like, middle of November, it's not a I don't like. I'm not turned off by it because I like Christmas, but I'm right. Like, but I'm not like I'm not in that festive mood until like it kind of gets past. Like you get the Christmas tree after Thanksgiving, you put it okay. up. Then I'm like I'm in. Like once the Christmas tree's up, I'm like I'm in. Let's decorate everything. Do you like Thanksgiving though? Love it. So that's probably why because I, I don't. Oh, uh, see, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm like hashtag give Thanksgiving a chance. Like you got to let Thanksgiving have its day and right. then you go Christmas. Right. See, and I don't I don't have that, so I'm just like the no, it is Christmas. Or the food or the whole thing. It was just like really stressful. <laughs> so, do you go somewhere to have Thanksgiving? Do you host Thanksgiving? So do you just chill and like get takeout? I'll say now that we live here, um, we go to the Fredericks, and the Fredericks they have like this. They call it the compound. Like everyone lives like off of the same road. Like okay. everyone's like West Shazy. It's all right there. Um, so we'd go over there and it's like the uncles, the cousins, the grandparents, like everybody and everyone brings something. And, and that is really fun. I do love that. Um, but I'm also like a picky eater. <laughs> so like... <laughs> It's like sliding food with the fork over. Knife. So the like, knife between stuff. It's, it's good that like I, I make my own plate, but then, oh my gosh. So they make this amazing like sweet potato casserole, but like Ryan also really likes it. Ryan's a cousin. And like he, last time that I was there, because we didn't go last year because of COVID, but he like got like the last bit of it. Like he went again oh. before I realized. And I was like, dang it. You didn't get any. I mean, I got like, I got my first portion. Yeah. But like. That's truly not enough. No. Thanksgiving. And you you know, like, so when you're doing the potluck, you're trying not to get that much because you know that everyone is behind you and it's like, it's a big gathering and like, so you're trying to be polite and then you're like, dang it. (laughs) I know. You're like fighting, like you're rushing back up. You're like, like, I should have just grabbed the extra roll. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, The thing, the reason I like Thanksgiving I find there's almost no pressure on Thanksgiving. Even if you're making the meal, it centers around the meal and you have all day just to chill and make the meal. 
So like I like that there's no Christmas, there's no gifts, there's no like you don't gotta really travel. It's like you're pretty much on like at least where I'm from, like we don't have Thanksgiving morning. You have like Thanksgiving dinner, so you have like really one meal. So like we we'll watch the parade. My wife, wife, I again, do love the parade. My wife likes a dog show. Oh, so so I figured you'd like that. So like that, so and then good. it gets like <laughs> then it gets to like football, and it's just kind of one of those days. I'm like, there's things like all set throughout the day, and it's kind of a chill day. And right. Like, not a lot's going on. Do you cook? Um, we actually, I cooked two, not last year, two years ago for the first time ever. And actually Dave Allen, who owned Flatitude 44, told me, cause I saw him earlier that morning, we were at the gym and I was like, Hey man, I got to cook the chicken. I was, I'm going to get, I'm going to borrow, um, a deep fryer from a friend oh, and snap. Like deep fry the turkey. And he goes, yeah, that'd be okay. Because you know what you got to do? Just do this. He told me like how to cook a turkey proper. And I was like. I'm like, how long do I need to do that? He's like, man, probably like eight to 10 hours. I'm like, I got to go. I literally like packed oh, my stuff up, my went home, prepped this thing, did it to the T of what he told me to do. Best turkey I've ever had bar none. Oh, from a pro. like Taught me how to do it. The only one, I will say that the only one that was better was one that he prepared. Okay. Because he did a little bit more with like the skin and like browned it and did all this stuff. Right. Um, but then all the other stuff, I'm like, my wife's grandma's from like Canada and they don't skimp on anything. So it's like, they need butter. I'm giving you butter times two. Like it's just like <laughs> oh my gosh. very thick. She yeah. makes a stuffing, which is, or she makes a, is it stuffing? It's like a gravy with like, it's like, they make all this different stuff. Like right. Like green bean casserole. Like mass, I love green bean casserole. Like all these things. And that's like Thanksgiving is my jam. Like for food. We right. cooked it once. It went off great. Usually we don't though. We'll bring something. Right. I do like the gathering aspect, but I will say like my anxiety. Like once I'm there, it's fine. It's getting there. It's the hype up. Because you make the food? No. Like just like me appearing. Like it's a lot of people. Oh, so my, like big crowds. Like, eh. Yeah. I, I love one-on-ones. I yeah. love small like gatherings. Like a couple friends, couple, couple yeah, couples. I can do like eight or less and like I, that's my sweet spot. Yeah. Or like I can go like if there's like six people, there can be a couple that I don't know, but everyone else I have to know yeah. like for me to feel comfortable. Yeah. And then if it's bigger than that, I just, I get so overwhelmed and I'm like, Ugh. what happens when there's so many people are like, Hey, hi, how you doing? And then you just go find your crew, crew of people. And oh my gosh. Like two or three or four. Or you find the animal and you're just like on the floor, like petting them. That's, that's me every time, every time I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to chill on the floor with you. And they're like, Oh, do you want something? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll just stay here. Petting the ferret. <laughs> um, uh, no, Thanksgiving's great. I do like Christmas. Christmas is always the number one, but thanks. I like Thanksgiving. It's like the prelude. It's like you get into it, right. you get the food, you kind of like breaking in. Like I got my, got my wool socks getting ready. I'm like, I'm comfy. I'm ready to go and then right. make it happen. Um, Kat, we're going to wrap it up there. I appreciate you coming on though. Thanks for having was me. Was it bad? No. You're I was nervous. Like, I oh. was super nervous because I was like, what What do I have to talk about that's interesting to other humans? <laughs> I don't care if you think, I, know, I mean, no offense to you, but I don't care if you think anybody cares what you think about it. I'm just like, I bring you on and I'm like, I want to talk about this. I think it's interesting. All right. Music. I mean, actually, there's a lot of stuff, but like books, I was fascinated. I'm like, I just want to know what she does with books. I'm sure there's stuff I like, didn't even, didn't even talk about your pottery. So, so Pat, <laughs> me, we'll get it in the picture. She made me, can you describe it? So I made a vase, um, but it doesn't look like a normal vase. Um, so what I did is I, if any uh, ceramic people out there, I there are four pinch pots that I have put together and then drilled a hole through. Um, 
So it's like kind of two orbs on top of like a base that like holds it up and then like a little spout. Um, but it is hollow. So like there is water in here. Um, it's, it has two glazes on it. One is like more of a clear green and the other is like a light white green. Um, and then the base of it is, um, not glazed. So you can see the earthenware. Um, and there's a little flower in it. <laughs> Just one. Cause it's like a really thin one. Neck. That little one must bloom now. I, I think it will. It's good, like an accent. It just makes it look aesthetic. It was from my yard. I was like, I need to find a flower. Dad's like, there's one that came up. Just grab it, yeah. jam it in. I was like, perfect. So, so there is water in there. Yes, there is water. I'm not in much here. of a green thumb, but there's one thing of water. I'll at least put it under and just like. Yes, I will say, I was not thinking when I made this this neck for it. You have to use super slow water because otherwise Splash. it like yeah. Sorry. It, it, it's very cool. Again, it has a booty. It does. You, that's what you told me. And I think, <laughs> I think, like, it kind of looks like, kind of looks like a big, like, a big butt with, like, <laughs> very, like, thick chested. Like, if, it, if I had to describe this as, like, say, a female, she's yeah, like voluptuous. Yeah. A lot of curves. Yeah. Very curvy, skinny, skinny neck, and then a flower head. Yeah. Mark Luthold was my ceramics professor at college. And, um, he was like, if you're going to make something functional, it better still be art. Like, he's like, don't make a bowl just to make a bowl. Like, it has to be, like, a piece of art. I think it looks cool. My Thank hope you. is that I don't kill the flower because... Oh, no pressure. I'm pretty sure it's a weed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. So, one, one of my good friends, she's really big in the flowers. And would be like, I'm just going to send it to her. She came in today. She went, you got a flower? Like, who, look at you. I'm like, I know. Like, I know people say, like, feng shui. You're supposed to, like... like I know, like, uh, because I've looked at this, like, feng shui, like, energy, and you oh, put, yeah. like, flowers and plants and stuff and greenery. Like, I'm sure it'll look really good. I have nothing because I won't water it. You have great windows I know. For I plants. should just load it up with, like, Can flowers. I give you some, like, spider plant babies? Because they, what do those like, do? so they're literally just, like, mostly just leaves, but okay. they are so forgiving. Like, you can forget to water them for two weeks, and then you water them, and they're fine. Do they grow a lot? I mean, they get, like, big. I'll send you some pictures. Okay. I mean, if you have some you want to... I've, Drop I have off a ton. Too many, so. just to let me know. Yeah, you can put them on the. I like. I, fi- I find like this office sometimes like a communal office. Like people just drop stuff off, and I just like put it on the shelf. <laughs> it just appears. Yeah, like this will go somewhere. I'll probably go right there on the edge. Cute. Actually, no, I probably probably yeah. Maybe it'll be a centerpiece right here. Fancy. There, that'd be like the centerpiece of my. Of the, I get a new table. If I get a new table, I'll put that on. Everyone's as a gonna see the, the booty. That's good. Spin the booty. Um, <laughs> Kat, thank you so much for coming on. This is great. Thank you for having me. I, I think I think you're fascinating. There's like a lot of stuff. I just oh. was, you're like one that I'm like, I just like started following you on Instagram. I'm like, what, what can she do? I'm like, I'm like up to the point. I'm like, I don't know. That's she's, so kind. She's probably like a magician. Are you a magician? No, I wish. Dan went to magician camp. So Did he? You need to bring him back. What? <laughs> bring him back. Bring can he do back. magic? Yes. Does he have like a funny like little magic he like kit? he like doesn't do it as much but like he he still has some he has some oh, skills. Oh, oh, you just opened up <laughs> you opened up something there. All right, uh, we're gonna end there now that I know everything I need to know about Dan. Um, so that's episode one fifty five. Katrina Rigsby, um, check her out on Instagram. She does a lot of books, does the occasional song, which that's those are my favorite. I love your books, but I like when you hear oh, you're saying. Thank you. And uh, probably some other stuff. Her dog. Oh yeah, you'll definitely see Leia. Yeah, she, Leia has her own hashtag. Hashtag Leia the Bagel. Yeah, she Leia the wait Bagel. Not she's Beagle. A, she's a Beagle Bassett, so she's a Bagel. Oh, nice. She's a cute dog, but she's on there too. So if you like dogs, books, and music, check out Cat's page. 
Uh, again, episode 155 of The Galen Trombley Show. Thanks for listening to The Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.